What is Gucci? Manucci's. We are live. Welcome to the Half Court Podcast. My name is Darwin. You already know we got AV behind the camera. And today we got the brother. We got one of the coldest photographers here in the city. We got my guy, Dylan. Hey, brother. Welcome to the podcast, man. It's a pleasure to be here, guys. Hey, um, right now, this is probably the earliest we've done this podcast, and it, it kind of hits different, huh? I kind of like it, man. kind of like it. That's what I was going to tell yeah. you, bro. I, I do like it more because, like, normally on Sundays, bro, like, we'll schedule somebody, like, at 7, and it's just a lazy Sunday, and it's like, by we're the time it's like, down and shit. yeah, we're all like, ah, oh, man, I just want to chill, like, fuck this, and we had to reschedule a lot of them, so we're like, if we do Sundays, let's do them in the morning. Cause that's I got to I got to get the little wake and bacon, man. Yeah, <laughs> get that get that productive morning. But going. yeah, brother, um, let's kind of just you know get it rolling, man. Uh, tell the people, man, what you got going on and what do you do, man? For sure, man. Uh, well, I uh, I'm a photographer, uh, kind of kind of self taught, started on my own. Um, I still work at, at restaurants. I've been in the service industry for a long time, 14 years, and I'm 28. So so uh, what do you do on? Uh, with, with the restaurants like. uh, So I manage um, I manage a couple of days a week At the restaurant I'm at now And then I bartend And serve Pretty much wherever They need me yeah. um, Shout out to the whole Service industry too man, man Sorry to cut you off No you're good It's right tough Right now this time is a It's a rough one Man It is Like it is. even if I do delivery bro Like if I go and do a pickup At a restaurant or whatever I still leave a tip Yeah Um just because I'm like, I got to support in any way I can because it's like, I appreciate the best way these to businesses, do it, man. you know, yeah. these small businesses. Yeah, just to give a little bit of insight on that note, um, I work at, at a ramen house in Midtown, Tamashi Ramen House. Uh, it's locally owned. They have two two restaurants. One is full service. One is like fast casual um, counter service. So you order at the counter, sit down. Um, we've had to close three times since this started. Yeah. So there's no like, we don't get that like, so... Break Sorry, kind of like, go back. I, I worked for big, big restaurant groups too. Like uh, House corporate. Smith, yeah. House Smith owns, you know, Louis the Garage, Pub W, Mama Roja, Hefner mm. Grill, the Charleston's. The it's the biggest restaurant group in Oklahoma, easy, and and then even they're in other states too. Um, when I, I was there, when the at the very beginning of COVID, and and they closed down, they got that small business relief fund. Like ten million dollars just to pay bills, to pay labor, to pay for food. Yeah, they didn't. They lost profit, but they didn't lose any money. Right. They didn't go in the so red. So the the small businesses don't don't qualify for. It that just type depends. Of so like the thing with the restaurant I work for now is more of like a we don't know if we can afford to pay that back. Right. It's ten million dollars. Ooh, that's a lot. So it's like there's it's kind of black and white, and I don't know all the exact details on it, yeah, but it's yeah. one of those like it's hey, one of those that you're taking money and then if you, we you have pay to pay it yeah, back, so or it's it, like, or if we take this money and we screw up and we have to close, what do we do? You know. Mm-hmm. Run off on the plug. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, so I, I think what, what, you know, piggyback on what you're saying and stuff, I think we all need to be more appreciative of like the local and like authentic yeah, restaurants because for sure the chains, they can hold it down. They, they, you know, they're going to be all right. And there's something about authentic food that is just much. Man, and it's so sad to walk in there and see them like, like the pho. Yeah. Whenever they barely open back up. It was one of those two where like, I was like, I'm going. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, and I, some people I won't. Went back and it was empty, bro. So yeah, some people won't. Cheap, They're so scared. Just sad, like right there, like, like you went. We went from seeing it packed the fuck out to just like four people in there, three people in there. And it's like, I, the restaurant the I work at is you know we have a ton of servers, we have hosts, we have but you know we have you know back of house guys, kitchen guys that most of them aren't supposed to be here. I might be wrong, but you know the majority of people who work in the kitchen at a restaurant, they're not yeah. supposed to be in the U.S. Yeah. Um, th- we when we close down, those guys have no, 
they, they can't get the unemployment. Room. They right. can't. They have nothing. Well, you know, I sh- roofing. Or, yeah, or I, sh- I, I, I'm complaining, but those guys have it way worse than I did. Um, but we've had to close. We closed for almost a month the first time. I was out of work, you know, out of my full time job, quote unquote, for almost a month, and then. I go back and we get to work for a couple months and then, oh, we got to close for two more weeks because somebody got sick again. Uh, and then at this last time just happened not too long ago. I've been tested three times in the last month and a half because of all this, because somebody at work gets sick and then they're like, no, well, we need a, everybody. It's, it's such a like, and then that's what I was saying, like in uh, the podcast I had with Oscar and stuff. It's just such a gray area and y'all motherfuckers were getting on to me, especially Oscar. But uh, it's just such a Stop weird crime, man. It's just a weird uh Thing is like a gray area because it's like, yeah, it's a there's a virus out there, but you also got to pay bills. You also got to, you know, you got to get the shit because if not, you know, and it's like, but you also got to be precautious and like, exactly. it's, it's so weird. Like even me, like I work at a retail store and it's like, I don't know if this person that's walks in has it. He might have a mask, but if he touches the or like, hey, yeah. I think the only thing that, do this. Uh, that I've kind of put into my head is kind of like the whole immune system thing. So like. I'm like, I can't see this shit. I can't touch it. I can't feel it. So all I can do is like try to uh, pr- wash your hands, bro. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> wash you your know hands. You what I'm saying? That's yeah. all I can. Because if I sit there and like fucking, yeah, that shit is yeah. crazy, bro. Wash that, your hands. And, that, and I don't You'll think about it too much. Crazy. Exactly. I don't think about oh, it too much. Because sure. it's like somebody can come in and say, hey, my phone is having this issue. And they can have a mask. And then I go ahead and check, oh, the phone's this, and there and I, I mean, I you're, you're touching phones, bro. Phones are, like, the dirtiest yeah, things. Yeah, for like sure, and are, I'm always disinfected. Like, people are on their phone for when sure. they're taking the shit all the time, like, so it's like... You, you think these ashy hands are ashy because they're ashy? No, it's because all the damn hand sanitizer I'm using, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I mean, it's that's crazy. the biggest thing is just wash your hands. But yeah, um, a lot of people mm-hmm. also need to realize that, too, that now that you mentioned it, like, clean your goddamn phones because that shit is disgusting. Yeah. Like, I've, I've we've had people that sometimes I don't even touch the phone. That's how nasty it is because I'll... You can Look, see don't leave it in the next. case for oh. so long and not even like and clean it. So you got to keep in mind you're touching it. Then you put it in your like face to pick up a call and shit. And then like, come on. Yeah. And then sometimes people just take a piss and don't wash their hands and then boom again. And it's like, ah, shit. Right. You know, so it's like y'all got to keep in mind that shit. Like clean your goddamn phone because that shit is nastier than a toilet bowl. Yep. So, um, yeah. But yeah, man, I, I do that. And, um, you know, fortunately, we're back and we're doing OK. I work at a restaurant that has a huge following. Um, not necessarily like online or social media or whatever. Um, it's crazy how busy we get. We only have 12 tables open in the restaurant. And on average, every night, Sunday through Thursday, we're on an hour wait every night. That's Friday good. and Saturday, this past Friday and Saturday, we were on a two-hour wait. People outside in the cold waiting to come in. Is that good stuff? Huh? I'm going to have man, to try it out, bro. It's, just, it's good Japanese. So shout out to Tomashi's, man. It's a good, good restaurant. Yeah, I love me some uh, authentic. We have a... Our little favorites and stuff, and we always uh, are open to look for new restaurants for because sure because it's like yeah the authenticity like you can go and just but try I, out the shit food yeah is life. on that on the food yeah, is life. yeah yeah so it's on like, that note of um, supporting local and you know tipping local places and ordering online from local places I mean that's we're local like so yeah. that's how I think about it I think about it in the same sense of somebody hits me up to shoot a wedding and they're like hey I I need video I don't do video I, oh video overwhelms me so. First thing I look for is somebody local, yeah. you know? Right, right. And exactly. I hope that, you know, when somebody reaches out to me for photos, they're like, and that's the whole being local wants to, wants, them, wants to make them book you even more because you're local, because you're from the same spot as them, the same area and trying to grow with them. more local, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Shop, hashtag shop small. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're all about that, man. I want to get to the point where my closet is just full of like local, like, yeah. you know, G Fit, you know, you got yeah. the, uh, I got the homies, uh, uh, 
fucking gallos and stuff and like i just purchased a uh what is it uh epic jj yeah. like i want the Even closet our, to be full of bro, it you know like uh for the longest time we we would sit there and watch people from other places do their thing so and we were supporting like, them yeah, yeah like a motherfucker bro i remember everybody from cali like the first youtubers i would i was subscribed i yeah, was commenting merch was, so yeah. now it's good to see people like oklahoma always kind of catches up to shit late but right now i feel like it's a good time because everybody's like we're on the same we're on the same plane right now bro and it's like and we can all help each other well, if, exactly. you look, if you look at it in that sense like right now la like the like you were just saying they're locked down yeah yeah New York like they're down. doing stuff but like i have i have homie social media homies um on instagram who are photographers who started brands and stuff and they they, they throw me stuff and Hey, snap some photos, bro, for my yeah. Instagram, blah, blah, blah. Cool, you know. Right now, I can't even get any gear from them because they're locked down. He's yeah. like, bro, we can't, I can't, it's taking me too long to send yeah, people shit that are paying for it, so just bear with me, you know. Yeah, it's it's cool so, to see it because, like, you see it now on, like, um, back at, like, I used to go on my Facebook timeline and scroll and I wouldn't see shit as far as people creating. Yeah. Now I go and I'll see people, like, Anybody, everybody, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's cool, it's cool. I'm yeah. like, I'm with it. Like, I, I kind of felt to a certain point that I was, like, probably the only one that was doing shit and then it was like now you know i, I see rolando doing this shit with the wallets yeah, that's yeah. fucking Shout amazing and he's, he's putting content out there best, um, best wall, one of the best wallets i've ever owned yeah man. bro yeah, for yeah. real we, you we, feel a little different when you take oh, the little man. thing out yeah mine's a little bitty too and i'm like i i pull it out mine's like kind of crazy colors compared to any other wallet i've ever owned but, but it's custom i look at it's it and i'm like i can't yeah. wait to have that guy back he's gonna <laughs> yeah he's gonna, oh, man. He's gonna he's eat doing this it, bro. shit yeah he's gonna eat this shit but yeah, I mean, it's just uh, the creative thing is something. That's why, like, I have my vlogging camera always ready. That way I can just grab that motherfucker and just go, you know. Yeah. And then, Hey, my like, backpack, man, my back. I'm starting to have back problems because that motherfucker's always you, yeah, full on of you. shit. Yeah, and it's always and, on you, huh? And, yeah, my boss at work, you know, at the restaurant, I always have it with me. I do photos for them and for the social media on their page sometimes. And he's always like, man, you always got that big-ass backpack with you. And I'm like, bro, you never know. Yeah. He's like, you work until 11 at night. And I'm like. Bro, we go yeah, out there and do some long exposure photos. Like, yeah. get all, correct, I get all correct me if I'm wrong, but the most dreading part of, of doing all this shit is leaving because you're like, what did I forget? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, God. What did I forget? forget. For sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, you are one of the coldest photographers here, bro. And Appreciate I think uh, your passion for it is kind of. Within a small amount of time, too, you came up. Yeah. Yeah. I bro, haven't been doing like, it for super long. Yeah, and, but it's like you can see the passion because like I can do photography, but I ain't as passionate. And I, I feel like when you are passionate, you it add shows. that little spice to it. As Joseph would say, every time this motherfucker goes out, he gets bangers. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's like, yeah, when you're passionate about it, like I like to do the creative shit. Like maybe like I'll do a photo shoot of me like repping this shit or whatever. Yeah. But you seem to have that passion for every scenario, whether it's cars, whether it's people, whether it's weddings, weddings whether it's. Whatever the hell it is, yeah, yeah. product, you're just there. Like, so, so I think it's... it's well, uh, sparked it because you said you have, like, what, a year? A year in the game? A little something? more. A little uh, bit more? Yeah, i say, like, between a year and a half and two years, kind of when I started, when I picked up a camera and started working, watching endless amounts of YouTube videos, teaching myself. What, what, was it... Was, was that process fun? Because I found it fun. When I started, like, learning even more about video... Yeah. Because, like, I was... Uh, I quit my job and I took a month just to be in school, which was YouTube. Yeah. And I, I was excited. Every morning I would wake up and fucking search something up. And For sure. Boom. That was like learning, taking notes. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. So I think that period of time, I spent more money th on things on, I, I got a Skillshare account. Like yeah. I spent more money on things than 
well, you photography get, related than I ever have in my, I bought a camera, I bought lenses, like I bought shit that I knew I didn't know how to use yet with it, with the hopes of like, I'm going to watch so much fucking right. YouTube that I'm going to learn this. Yeah. I'm going to figure this out. Dude, it was, it was like being a kid and I, I suck at math. It was like being a kid in math class and like understanding shit. Yeah. Like the nerd, and getting like excited. Like, Oh my God, I know how to do this shit. I've always, I, I went to school for IT. So I went to school for a couple of, I didn't finish, but I played soccer in college. I went to school for IT. So things with screens, buttons, it, you know, it can get on the yeah. internet and you can do stuff with it. Yeah. I'm for it. I don't care what yeah. it is. I picked up a camera because I had bad habits because I drank too much. Working in the service industry is kind of a lifestyle. Uh, you get off, you, you make a bunch of money, you, you make two, 300 bucks in tips. Yeah. You get off of work at 11 o'clock at night and everybody's tired and we all need a beer. So you exactly, go out and yeah. have a beer and then you have two I and then you have six. I used to fucking drink because I used to work at a restaurant in Puerto Rico. It was a tourist one, but I used to drink on shift. Yeah. Shout I out mean, to my guy. I, the bartender would always be like, hook hey. Hook you up, yeah. He, the service industry yeah. is just fun, man. Like if you, It is, man. It's, especially it's, if you become good at it. Like yeah. You have... It's like being a barber almost, but yeah. bub times probably a lot because you guys but see more people. The than thing we do. with that, going back to the you know the, the topic, it also like matters the people you're around because yeah. like fading up, like it's lit because of the people that are around. Yeah. My job when I was working at that restaurant, it was because of the people that I like. We had a brother. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. And when that shit was like fun as fuck. Like when you create, oh, it is. Like when it was time to work, and, right. and not just that, you're you're. Giving people a good time, like right. you, not only are you having a good time, but you're you're seeing like you're seeing that your service is making that person happy. have a good weekend. Yeah, so yeah that happy is like, whew. and that's that's the biggest. So I thought I was gonna do. I thought I was gonna. I thought I was gonna be that guy with my name on the front door at a restaurant. Yeah, I thought I was gonna be a GM of a restaurant or own my own restaurant. Um, I'm still in that. You know, I took a step down. I did that full time. I, I was a front of house manager um, for a while. Um, I can see I managed, you owning a restaurant and then being a GM. Yeah, and, I think and it's that's like if I'm pissed off, you would be that guy that comes out and you're like, oh, you know. I, I try know. to fix everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's me, man. And don't get me wrong, you know, doing it for so long, you learn. It's kind of like, kind of like in these scenarios too. You don't need every customer. You don't need the bad customers. Um, but there's this little like notch in your head in the service industry that's hard to to turn that. So you try to save every one mm-hmm. of them. So then you turn into this person that's just a people pleaser all the time. I think that really, really helps me with my passion and my photography. I'm a people pleaser. I'm, I, you know, I take that, the, all those things that I've learned the past 14 years in restaurants, mm. how to take care of people, how to give great customer service, how to sell a product that I know somebody needs. And then I put it into my photography business that I started. Yeah, that's um, crazy. And, that, and was, that was going to be one of my questions. Like, yeah. do you think the service industry <laughs> has helped you be a better? Oh man, I think, I think it's molded me. Not, not, I think, so I tried to sell cars at one time. Yeah. Um, I worked at AT&T for a while. I did okay at AT&T. I sucked at selling cars. I think you selling have to cars have a, is such a fucking big, like, that's like, damn, I'm really putting you in debt for the next so five, you ha- you have years, to have, bubs. You have to and have that, some level of yeah. dishonesty to be a car salesman. Yeah. And that's another thing, too. Salesman in general, like. I walked out of my first. Uh, I, yeah. I was at David Stanley for like two days. And yeah, I worked I at like, David Stanley for a little while, and it was I hard. Was like, I don't know. If it was that. tough. I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to sell somebody something they didn't need. Right. Yeah. Because it, it was that in my head was, 
I'm not going to say you a $60,000 like, truck. But do, I mean, is, do they really, would they need that? And then your manager, your sales manager is now, they can they can afford it. They have the credit. They have right, the down right. payment. Give it to them. And then, and that, then you go back out and you're like, man, no, because the last time I did that to myself, I fucked myself. I understand why they do cocaine a lot because that's like a ruthless fucking. It's ruthless yeah. thing. It, it, the car salesman, that name in general is like has a bad rep. Yeah. It just has but, a bad rep. But there are a lot of good ones. There's, there's good ones. Lot, there's it's like sat, any, like and, the, and successful yeah. good ones. Yeah, Shout exactly. out to those successful good but car salesmen because yeah. it's hard. And fuck you to the ones that are bullshit. Yeah, tell, them that little, tell them that little story, Darwin. Oh, gosh. So, um, oh, I think we're, we're, we're going to be petty on the all half right, so court. Motherfuckers, don't interrupt. All right. So, uh, <laughs> my brother, you know, has this money saved up and he's excited to get this car, man. So, he got this cash ready to go and he's, you know, looking for this car. So, he comes to me and I'm like, all right, let's get this car for you. So, we start looking and looking and he had two cars in mind. One was a Chrysler 300. And I was skeptical. Once we got to the place, uh, the car had a flat tire. So I was already like, how are you going to, you know, you know, you know, how are you going to drive this car, test drive it when there's a flat tire? Keep in mind, this is a small dealership. So I was already like, uh, but let's just because he was like, my brother was like, ah, nah, I need to try it. I need to try it. This and that. Like, I want to try it, man, before we leave. So I was like, all right, we already here. So let's do it. So we went to the dealership, went to the guy and. And he aired up the tires like, it's just been there since for so long, blah, blah, blah. So as soon as he turns on the car, it's a mean ass V6. He's like, ah, shit, I want this car. And they didn't give us the customer service we expected. So I didn't want to do it. But he, I don't want to seem like the bad guy, you know, like, ah, you didn't want to be the negative Nancy. I didn't want to be the negative guy. So I was like, are you sure you want to do this? And I told him that, like, right when we were about to get the cash, I'm like, what is your gut telling you? Like, are you, are you having a good feeling about this? Because in my head, I'm like, I, I don't want to do it. There's but no way, yeah. I'm just letting him make the decision. For sure. So, yeah, man, we end up getting the car. Um, not, right, so we end up getting the car, and it, it was just so many red flags. In less than 24 hours, the car just blew up. Like, it fire caught yeah, out under the hood. On, on and uh, the, it was parked in the... The you know the driveway that's just the craziest part and like less than twenty four hours the car uh, blows up and catches fire under the hood and it's totaled so right now we're gonna you know take some legal action against this dealership because they really did us dirty on that side but it's like man like all you had to do is just like be honest be honest man like you know and it's, it's so like, hard for some people it is though, man. and it's just there was a lot of red flags they had they had a shit ton of negative reviews so if you're a good salesman and want to be on the half court podcast hit us up exactly we can, we can uh, definitely get you in and, and you can kind of explain the process and and all that uh, good uh, jazz just knowing the the faults of or like the red flags right and I, when I, it's I, like uh yes and, yeah. I, and i think as a young person because my brother was just so blinded by it of course he yeah. just ignored all the red flags like if you're a young person and you really want a car wait 48 hours and don't, if you don't still let, want don't let your like excited excited blind you yeah yeah, yeah. so but think about it on the other side man that's a great lesson for him exactly yeah. that, was a, that was probably that's, one of the best lessons he's ever gonna learn right, in his and life and i told him like it, it happens bro this nigga's car fucking lit on fire like, yeah down to the ashes was that his like, first car he ever bought for himself a good good one like yeah he's, like legit like yeah, legit vehicle, like, like he, he was about to uh, something that he wanted it had, it had a pussy magnet yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i think it's uh and I told him, I was like, 
It happens, bro. It happens because my first car, my first nice car, man, I paid double the amount. It was a $14,000 $14, car, and I yeah. paid uh, with 30, interest and shit. $28,000, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, I was just buying. I wanted the car. Yeah. I wanted the car. Got That's it. how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it happens, and it's like, we're looking at it, at, you know, on, on the positive side, like, we're, we're good, you know, nothing happened as far as, like, yeah, it could have been dangerous. While you were driving. Right. Yeah. Um, no, for sure. Thank but, God that didn't happen. You know, so, like, uh, we're looking at it as on the positive side, so... Hopefully Man, that sucks. we can win that we can win that battle and uh justice can be served, you know. For so. sure. Yeah, yeah. For so sure. you said so you were doing car sales and then no that the shit. No, didn't it didn't work. happen, man. I mean and and granted all this time that I did these other things, I still worked at restaurants. I managed a small loan company for a few years and I still worked at a restaurant on the weekend. It was that thing that so working in restaurants was the reason why I stopped going to college. I made more money, you know. I worked at, I would go work at a restaurant and you know, one shift, which is like four or five, sometimes six hours. So, and I worked, I always worked at night. So I worked the dinner shift. You make more money on the dinner shift. And then I got good at it. And then I started making two, 300 bucks a day. And you know, as a 18, 19, 20, 21 year old kid, you're in college and you're like, man, fuck this school shit. Like yeah. I played soccer for two years. And then when soccer season was over, it was like, Man, I got to go to class. Like, like you're sitting in class. Like, I yeah, make during money right now. during soccer Man. season, bro. I was never in class. I went to a small school in mm-hmm. in more like more Norman. Uh, it's called Randall University now, but it used to be called Hillsdale. And when they they did not have a great soccer team, they didn't have a great soccer program years prior to the year I got there. The year I got there, they got two new coaches, uh, uh, two brothers that were from Kansas, and they took over, and they started recruiting heavy. Um, Javier Hernandez Pollo, he yeah. almost went there, but he ended up at MacU. I didn't even play soccer my junior and senior year of high school. And he went, they went to a little tryout and then they told me about that school. I didn't even know about the school. I went out there, kicked the ball around with those guys. The coaches were on vacation. They were on summer vacation in in Kansas. Excuse me. So I I practiced with them. And then the captain who was this like 26 year old, like French dude from Cameroon, like just buff black dude. And he comes up to me. He's like, you're going to play with us next season, right? And I'm like, I don't know, man. This is a private school. My dad's not working right now. My dad had tore a tendon in his shoulder and got got hurt. It wasn't working for like a year and a half. And um, so I was like, I don't think I can afford it. The next day, the coaches called me. And they're like, hey, we got this and this and this set up for you. you need, we need you to come back if you really want to come play with us. We need you to come try out again next week while we're here. They did everything for me, dude. I never felt so special in my life. Damn. The, the assistant coach let me stay in his, his apartment. Man. Like in more, so I didn't have to drive back home. I had to stop. Why do you think that was? Like it, you were, well, like you were I mean, that I, good, or you no, were like I think I, I think it was. Well, what? I think it was a, a matter of like I think they just liked me as a person. I still talk to those guys. I think they liked me as a person at that age. I was you know eighteen, nineteen years old. <clears throat> I was pretty good at soccer. I mean, I was. I've always. It's the only sport I've ever played. Um, but it's kind of going back to what Darren was saying about how my, like my passion kind of falls out in mm. into things like in no matter what I do really. When I like something, it's re- it's a really bad, it's a flaw of mine too. But you go balls deep, man. I just can't stop, dude. Right. Like I, I, going back to photography, like but I, I, I like watch hours of videos. Like I knew I had Almost to get up and obsessed, dude. It's, yeah, it's bad. Like I got ten tattoos in six months when I was nineteen years old. So you when you like something, you like something. Like you're like, <clears throat> yeah. That's why yeah. I picked up a camera because of how much fun I had when I went out and drank almost every night. Because yep. I was going out drinking all the time. And that's what I think in, even in sports was like, man, this kid, I would, my junior, my sophomore year in high school, I weighed like 175. I was obsessed with losing weight and getting faster. My dad made me wear ankle weights to school all day. 
when practice started, I took them off. I then I had good grades. I practiced with the ineligible kids who were in trouble and had to work out more. Then I would go to work, and then I would go to the gym after. I lost 35 pounds and never got any faster. And yeah. I w- and then I gave up on losing weight because I was like, I'm not going to get faster, and that's why I did all this. But I can still play so soccer. So you never got faster. Where'd I didn't. Know, I don't know how to run. Mm. I'm I, like my dad used to tell me, "Haces mucha fuerza cuando corres." So it's like you think so it's like I, a genetic thing, maybe? No, because my dad can run circles around me. Yeah. Uh huh. I mean, and my brother can run. Like what? my my sisters can run. But I just I never knew how I don't know how to like breathe, breathe properly shit. and like I have bad posture, so I think that was part of it. But like yeah. so, my dad, you know, as a kid when I played, he was like, "You're too." F- it's you're weird. Fat. It's you're fat and slow. That's what he would. It's tell me. weird because like my my so, like my brother has the same yeah, height your as dad me. Would tell you that? Yeah, he would tell me like <laughs> not in a mean way, but he was like, "You're fat and slow, so like you have to." It's just like any like. I don't. I mean, I don't know enough about. Why other am sports. I on the bench, Dad? Yeah, oh, I mean, you're well, I fat and slow, son. I definitely sucked at <laughs> soccer, and, and I'm, I I worked really really hard to as get a kid. better. Yeah, but that was it, you know like so that was you the guy that had to fucking work hard to yeah for yeah. sure I mean and then and I still wasn't as good as a lot of people here in Oklahoma City obviously that but, don't even try but, That's yeah how exactly I was, bro I had like uh, my brother in law is that way I was like I had no chance bro I still I, I fucking every they won. First place like two years. Yeah, ago, Roosevelt bro. was raw when I was yeah, younger. Yeah, bro, Doc Pound. <laughs> yeah. Doc Pound I played with Doc Pound when there. I was younger too. Yeah, it's weird because like uh, my brother has a he's the same height as me and like uh, I used to have the same build as him, but I'm more faster. Yeah, I have more, more athletic. athletic. I can jump higher than him yeah. and stuff. And it's like it's kind of weird. Like, like how the I don't fuck know, do you bro, even the DNA and genetics and shit? That's just well, how I think it it's like, I think it's a lot of that, and I think it's also I think a big part of it that plays in it is like, but it's passion is how how much do you like exactly, this exactly? Yeah, how much because you could be because like this motherfucker has a six pack year round. He yeah. doesn't even have to work it out. Like, yeah, he doesn't go into hibernation. To this day, People man, I haven't hit abs that. in like a year or so. And it's still like he'll flex, and it looks like this nigga fucking yeah works out every day. Yeah. So my, I tell my brother in law the same thing, man. He's one of the best soccer players I've ever I've ever seen in my life. Um, he could I think he could have went pro. I think he could have played easily for Energy and, and OEFC that were here a long time ago and stuff. But he he likes to drink, bro. He likes to drink all the time. Like so, he, yeah, that's, that's his a, thing. And like we still play. Shout out to my my co-ed team, my indoor co-ed team. It's called With and Without Balls because it's boys and girls. Oh shit! But we're in first <laughs> so place that's right a now. Pretty unique name. Yeah, shit. we got our last game on Tuesday. But yeah. me and my brother-in-law, like my sister and my brother-in-law, made this team. And I hadn't played for like a year and a half, so we started playing again. And I did it just so I could lose some weight, man, because I'm getting fat again. Right there at the indoor? Uh, the new one on Kelly and Hefner. Okay. Yeah, the one on yeah. the way on the north side. You got to find that balance, and that's what we were talking about, because it can get hard when you have life and she got to pay bills. And, like, it's hard to find that, like, passion when it comes to, like, the, the, the exercise staying active. For me, is basketball. Yep. You know, for you, is soccer. It has um, to be things that you uh, enjoy are excited doing. for. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, it's, it's a task at the end of the day. Like, if you're at work and then you're like, oh, I got to just get home and then go do this. Do So if you're doing shit you don't like, it's like, man. It's never going to get done. That's yeah. when you're just like, man. Especially if you don't have somebody you, yeah, somebody in your ear mm-hmm. making you do it. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think that's cool, bro, because, like, the passion is really what, what drives you to become better. And it's like, if you're obsessed with it, then that's going to even make you better. And, like, you're going to stand out even more because that's like. Uh, what time do you turn that off, though? That's, yeah, that's. That's a hard part for me. That's hard because like uh, that's where you fucking start going crazy sometimes. If you, I, if I you, think you start. I had, I had to slow down too on that shit. You start like, going crazy. My I I run into like I, and I think me and you have talked about this over messages a couple mm. times, but or I mentioned it, but I, I get I get so obsessed about things or like shoots that I want to do or photos that I want to create 
that I become unmotivated because I, I don't have the time to go do them or I, I don't have the meat. Like I don't have the person that I need to go do right. it. I feel like with that, that it turns into like a, a rusk that it, no, that it turns into like days of not doing any, any, any photos at all because I can't get this picture that I want to get. I think uh, one thing I've developed in, cause I, I'll have a video idea and it's like, I want it. I want it now. Yeah. I want it right. You know, For and sure. I've, I've learned to like, the right time is going to come the right. The moment right time is going to come. <clears throat> so I've learned to not rush that. Cause then you start you losing your shit and that distracts you from the other you shit. You start putting right. out but, average bullshit out. Yep. But, just whatever you can, because that's all you got in the, in the real. Exactly. So I think with that, um, still having that passion is good. Cause it's like, that's what drive people like you, your Joe Rogan's that he does comedy. He does, he commentates in the UFC he has the best podcast. Cause he's constantly like, like he he's loves, a, he loves he perfecting loves his craft. Right. You're Steve Jobs, you're Bill Gates, yeah. you're Bezos, and like all these people are just obsessed with, with the things that they did. It yes. doesn't matter like yeah. how much money they have or how exactly, much they, exactly. Just, like if anything, money is just like the tool. So when you do have the money, you can be able to push it together. So like right. instead of being like, oh, who wants to model for this? Hey, like, I'm gonna pay I you to model five hundred dollars for the baddest bitch. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure, I agree. I mean, I and it's not if if. Financial financial gain obviously is a big part of it because you need money to live. And I have a wife and a ten year old daughter, so for me it's a it's a big part of it. For it's the quality of life, which which a lot of people talk about um, when you're talking about a new job or, or taking a promotion or or you know making more money. You got to have that balance of quality of life and financial gain. Um, that's why I still work at a restaurant. Cause I, I, I'm doing well with my business that I've started on my own. It's just me, you know, with the exception of every now and then I'll grab somebody from the city to help or somebody else that knows video or something else that I don't know that can do something that I can't do. Um, I still work at a restaurant, so I don't burn myself out with my photography Yeah. so that I can go to work every, you know, 40 hours a week. Um, that's, that's part time for me because I used to work 65 hours a week at a restaurant and I have that extra 25 hours that I didn't used to have mm-hmm. still able to pay all my bills, my mortgage, my wife's mm-hmm. car, you know, all the, all the utilities, make sure my kid's taken care of. And then I get to go out and shoot and still make money doing shoots. Man. Some, some months I get stressed out cause I got to rely on my photography to help kind of back me up on the rest of my bills or my mortgage or whatever. But it's so nice to just be like, Oh, I get to go do this shoot and not have to worry about, damn, I only charge them this much and not this much and I'm doing this much work. Right. Yeah. It's I, like, sweet, I get to go do this and I'm going to get paid for it. And then in the front of my head is the fact that I get to go do something I love as a job. Mm-hmm. And in the back of my head is, oh, I might make, you know, a few extra hundred right. bucks. I think uh, it's it's like we've shot a couple of stuff. You shot a couple of stuff for me and it's been, uh, it's fun, bro. Working with you is so fun because it's like, you can just see that like it's going to be quality shit. Like oh, it's he's, exciting, not, he's not just there like boom boom come on let's go let's go yeah, let's, go. They, like, yeah. Nah, let's fucking let's get it. he'll let's, come up like let's go over here bro let's do this like like and it's like that shit is like valuable as fuck and it's like bro there was a certain point where you were like non-stop i don't remember when was it but it was like content after content yeah, after man. picture after picture and like i was like bro this like he was uh, all one, bro. Crazy. Every, yeah, like every time I would like refresh my my Instagram page, <laughs> boom, there was a there was dealing with the content, man. Man, Rather, I was, I was trying, do, I'm trying man. to get back to that consistency. Consistency well, it, is it, key, man. That, it, and that's the hardest part, right? So I think uh, you know, I fell off a little bit, but I'm 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 still consistent. I'm not as consistent as I was at that time. I know what kind of what time you're talking about. I think it was like 
it was definitely it was, was it like maybe during covid yeah, pre-covid was, or some nah, shit it was right I, at the beginning of covid when everything closed down yeah i had so much time on my hands and then, got, and then I got and then I help from Papa Trump for a little bit. He gave me some unemployment. Yeah. So I wasn't stressing about bills. <laughs> so yeah. I was just like, all right, let's do this. Crazy. Um, um, but yeah, that is. Damn, bro, so go, like, hold up. Going back to the thought that you were saying, like, about the whole, like, you still have a job. And then you, Dame Dash, like, he kind of made it click for me. He was like, you got to have uh, something that lets your art breathe. So you're not always rushing it. Yeah. So you got to exactly. have something that, that pays the bills and, like, and then... That way you don't got to rush the art. For so sure. Uh, yeah, and I mean, the thing with, like, in my household right now is my wife only works Saturday and Sunday mornings because of COVID, because my daughter's not in school. She used to work Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. See, and that's that's that was another thing. It's like, fuck. Like, so I, we have three and a half days a, of yeah. less of income that we, we're used to yeah. having at home. Um, fortunately, my wife's really, really good with money. She's a saver and... She's she's great. You're I'm the bad. impulsive one. Oh, man. You're like I spent fifty dollars. This came out. Uh, no, I spent cart. fifty bucks a week at Seven Eleven, man. For real, that's, that's, terrible, what that's what I was saying. So I'm is it like energy drinks and shit Be, like that? Yes, yeah, chips, energy drinks, burritos. Bro, the store on 59th and I-35, yeah. that, that truck stop, they got like barbecue sandwiches at Every like 10 in the I morning. Every time I come out, I end up giving the bum fucking two dollars. Exactly, or, man. <laughs> and it's but it's just like so. Growing up, my dad always had this like. The saying of like, hey, we don't need your help to pay bills. You work full time, like buy yourself a nice car so you can pay it off before you get married. You know, buy nice shoes, buy nice clothes, like buy those things that you want. And I think I screwed up. I didn't do that stuff. I spent my money on going out and drinking and yeah. stupid shit. Yeah. And now that I'm older, I have this mentality of like, man, I work every fucking day. I have an extra few hundred dollars. I'm spending it on what I want to spend yeah. it. Yeah. And my wife, you know, she grew up in Mexico in Juarez. And so coming here, she's very much so like, no, we didn't have a whole lot there. Mm -hmm. So I need to save as much as I can so I can have whatever I want whenever I want it. Go back type shit. Yeah, like, and like, yeah. Think, if it wasn't for her, dude, like we wouldn't have a decent house. We wouldn't have nice vehicles. Like, I would just have like shit that you, got you, me from you, A you to B. You would be in an apartment with a fucking TV. Exactly, and your man. Exactly. <laughs> my house would barely be furnished. I'd probably have a futon and a chair in my living room. And yeah. like thanks to her, like she puts me in she puts me in check for sure. Like I think everybody needs that person, yep. whoever it is. Um that balances you out. Yeah, yeah, man, because I'm super I'm bad, man. Like I'm bad too. I'm I give bad. her I give her as much as I'll I can. Shit. I keep my I keep a little bit for myself just in case I need it. As but. much as I'll I'll preach like cut down on the bills, but when it comes to like buying fun shit, oh, I'm, man, I'm a little it's impulsive. hard. And I was telling uh, my coworker the other day, I was like, Man, I get this high from buying from Amazon. I don't know if it's just because of the when I fucking open the box bro, that's an addiction that's it what, is that's it is yeah, for sure well at least i buy the little shit bro, no, 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 i'm not saying you i'm saying oh, like okay. in general okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but bro, that, that go, it, buying is an addiction yeah, yeah, yeah. that's for sure yeah bro, i go to the camera Chino. store knowing i ain't got no damn money in my pocket just to see man maybe i can afford this and then you so go maybe. you go with like you're saying you're just gonna look but then sometimes you end up buying something or that or like i said i go with no money in my pocket and i go in there and i'm like man i got my credit card on me oh, or, and then i'm like no nah, never mind cards. and i leave they know me by name bro all of them at the at, at bedford's it's uh, bad Dylan, it's so uh, bad Dylan, what, what is yeah, buy? it's so bad you know? <laughs> or uh, i'll go in there and i'm like i was just in the area i'm gonna kill some time and sometimes yeah. that's the case you know i go in there or like you know, I go in there and, and see about some prints that I want to get printed off so I can hang them do up. Do they rent home. lenses? They rent lenses. Okay, okay. Uh, they do like buybacks. And so they'll buy lenses off of you if you yeah. want to get new ones. And oh. so like they have great programs. But they're local just, too. So it shit, is. Yeah. And they support. Yeah. Maria and Jennifer, man, they help me all the time. I think Maria is one of the managers. She's the an older, the older, shorter hair. lady. Yeah. The white hair. Yeah. 
Yeah, she's so, in Hispanic. Yeah, right? I think that's uh, yeah. I was like, man, it's been like two weeks since I've ordered something from Amazon, so I yeah. started looking and shit because I have a list of <laughs> shit I I want. And uh, even buying the smallest thing is just I don't yeah, know. I get this spend high. ten bucks when I see and that box, that Amazon box, and I'm like opening it up and like, yeah, yeah it's, it's, I'm it's the crazy. same way, man. And I think that I think that's a I think that's probably a problem big time in the creator like world. That's what it is. It's, it's like, not buying dumb shit. Yeah, it's, it's like stu- stuff. Oh, I can use this, and it's right. like I'll probably only use this like three times a year. Like I bought some I'm soundproof use it though. shit. Yeah. Like I'm yeah, soundproof phones for the house because like the, sure. the living room was where I have my office space, but it's echoey as hell. So yeah. if I wanted to do a video there, it sounds terrible. Well, and that's but that I mean, if you can afford it, those are things that you need, yeah, man. Those are exactly. things that you need. But tools. Those, those are tools. I, those I still get a high though. Just but my my issue is like I got lights at home, but. I see new lights and I want new lights or I got backdrops ah, at home that I could use easily the, for anything yeah. I need. But I think the mindset with that, bro, is like, I don't need it. Work with what you got. Yeah. That's what I, I don't need like, it. I was oh, telling yeah. you. I'm I, big about that. Bro, that's what I'm saying. Cause I was telling him like, I seen the camera. I'm like, damn, that motherfucker's bad. And I was like, man, I wanted to get the a seven S three. And then I was like, you know what? Instead of spending that money on that camera, Work with what I got, and if yeah. anything, I'll invest it in the lens. Yeah, because it's glass. not about like the body; it's more the lens is more important. Yeah. The lens oh, is going to give you the I started, quality. I started on a two hundred dollar camera from the pawn shop, man, with the kit lens. Yeah, and I got some decent. I think some of those pictures are on my Instagram at yeah. the very, very beginning of my Gotta Instagram get, page. There you go. And I started with a kit lens. It was like a like a eighteen to fifty five, like four point five f stop. Yeah, that's my mentality, bro. It's, it's work it's, with what you got. They you were know? good. Like I got good images, and then I was like. Back to YouTube, watching YouTube, right. learning shit. And then it was we, like, we, yeah. man, I need some prime lenses. Man, I need some portrait lenses. You, you, yeah. And but I went and spent, spent money with that. You know, I, I bought lenses that are great on my now mirrorless camera for like a $200 crop sensor. What sets a, a, photogra- a, a, good, a, a good photographer apart from a great photographer? Man, I think, I know we use this word a lot, but I think the passion obviously sets any good person apart from a great person um i think a well, bit, like uh like like technically like not nah, like, i mean uh, technically it's it sucks because well you're talking about um like on the technical okay, of side course, pa- of course passion is the thing but yeah yeah for sure but like, i think technically man like the hardest I thing to learn eye, is vision. yeah oh, I, of course like if, if you have the eye you have the eye like if you example, take a I can take photo I can probably uh if i have a better eye than dylan i can probably like Take a better photo with, with your phone. Because yeah. I have the eye and the vision and shit. Yeah. So, like, the most technical, I think what sets great photographers apart, and this is going to sound dumb, but I think lighting, dude. Like, lighting, lighting. is one of the hardest oh, things to it? learn in right. any video and photography. I, like, if you yeah. have bad light, you have a bad That's photo. A lot yeah. of uh, creators stress that a lot. Like, if anything, invest on some good light and focus more on that. Because in composition I or think that's else. what makes this podcast even a little better because the lighting is great. Yeah, yeah. you walk in, you're like, oh, I can take a selfie in this bitch. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's exactly. nice, even bright light. Yeah. Um, Again, shout out to Andrew does hair for the fucking tutorial on the yeah. lighting. Nice. Exactly. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah what, it's what would a, you say, bro? I, I think that's a big part of it. I think, I think you can have the best composition in a photo. You can have the style that you were looking for and the location. But if you have bad light and I take a picture outside in the middle of the street with good light, the photo is going to look better. Right. You're going to be a better photographer. For lighting. I think that's the biggest lenses. one for, for me. Man, I, no, no, no. I don't think I have a hard time saying it, but I, I, there's the fine line, but I don't think gear makes you a better photographer. I agree with that. I don't think your equipment, you need the tools, Yeah. but you don't have to have the exact I same agree with tools. That. I, I, feel I, like can, I can hang up 
posters on a wall and not have to have a hammer as long as I have a tool that does the same thing. Yeah. See? So I mean that's just I like that. But I but I do think I do think eventually you can upgrade and you'll need it. You know, you'll need and the it'll make them nicer right. and can, Yeah, but it doesn't necessarily make them exactly. greater photos. That's what I yeah. think. Just I like work. that. I like that. What'd you say? <laughs> you don't need a hammer to hang up a poster as long as you have a tool that does the same thing. For real. Yeah. No, I like that. And that's what you, work, yeah, I mean, what you, you need. Got. You need a camera and a lens. And that's whether it. that's your iPhone, like, I mean, I'm going to nerd out a little bit because that new iPhone 12 Pro, man. Fuck. With that light And then they scanner. have those little attachments now that you can put, like, lenses on. Oh, you can put, yeah, wide, wider lenses and telephoto lenses. The, the, the cameras on the iPhone like, Pro, on the they iPhone went, 12 they, is They're nuts. going ham, bro. They they have uh, Pro Raw now on the iPhone yeah. Pro. They have LiDAR, LiDAR scanning. LiDAR scanning and then Adobe Vision. So that shit is, like, fucking raw for for video. You yeah, know I'm what gonna, I'm saying? So, I'm going to geek out on YouTube a little bit. If you want to see what kind of photos and videos you can get on that phone, yeah, there's uh, it's, Peter it's, McKinnon on YouTube. Yeah, I've seen that one. i seen that one. And, uh, I just got a new his, phone, so I'm not looking at none of that <laughs> shit. See, and that's what I'm trying to do, bro, because I got waiting, the 11. I'm waiting. No, I got I the got 11. And I went to an Android not too long ago, and I'm ready to go back. Yeah, bro. Yeah. You made a mistake. I hate that green bubble. Uh, it's all, I'm playing, yeah, I'm playing it's with a, you, bro. It's gotta be I'm just being extra and shit. No, it's all good. But I think with this kind of thing, with the creative shit, bro, like, you can go and like drain your bank account within like this because oh, it's sure. like there's always and whether it's a small light or big light or uh, lens or uh, tripod, everything is expensive. Of in this course, thing, bro, everything. Yeah. So it's like you just gotta get. Yeah, in and then you buy you buy cheap shit, and then you need to replace it. Right. In months. So you gotta be like uh, in that mentality of like work with what you got. So. I mean, you can go on Instagram and you can see self portraits of like great photographers. And they're putting their camera on a stack of books. Right. So, like, who the hell needs a tripod, you know? Or even, like, using phones, bro. I've seen videos. Of course, of, dude. Like, a lot of crazy shit with the And phones. there's... We're, we're in a generation. We're in an era where... I know, I know you guys have talked about it a lot. And I've heard it a lot in other places. This is the time now to, to learn something that you don't know. Something that you've always wanted to you do. you got time. Whether it's decorating cakes, doing hair, doing nails, making videos, taking photos... Now's the time to do it. The only problem is we're in a generation that everybody's so tech savvy that you're going to have a lot of people thinking that they're great creators. Be yeah, th because they know how to use these tools. They know how to use these cameras or, or whatever it is. Um, but, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer in, like, it sucks because I see a lot of photographers who are, like, they take a great photo at this awesome location and then there's a forum underneath it or, or comments underneath it of, hey, where's that at? Uh, I'm not going to tell you it's at an undisclosed location. And I'm a big, big believer in, like, I'll tell you where I took this picture. If you go get a better picture than me at it, I'd light a fire under my ass that I need to go back and get a better picture than you yeah, did. Exactly. I gave you my location and you made me look stupid. I got to go back and get a better one. And it's friendly competition, yeah, exactly. man. It's, oh, I'm going to comment. I'm going to like that picture. I'm going to comment some fire emojis. Maybe share but it I'm and gonna, save I'm a, it. I'm gonna beat it. I'm but then I'm gonna find somebody to go out with me to that spot, and I'm gonna try to take a better picture. Yeah, it it drives me nuts that there are still people in the world that are that don't they love something so much, but are not willing to work harder than the next person that can do it better than them. Yeah, to get better at it. Yeah, the creative shit, bro. It's a it's a fun thing. It's uh again, it fuels me to take my shit to the next level, and it's like sure. in any way I can help others too. I think that's a big win. man, and it's it's. <clears throat> Karma, bro. I don't care who doesn't believe in karma, man. Even That's if it's just for yourself. In a row, that the karma comes around. Yeah. yeah Even it's if it's just you in yourself. You. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it's just in yourself, man. Like, if I can if I can bless somebody with some free game on something, it's going to come back eventually. 
Somebody's gonna see that in me and gonna give me some free game one day. Dude, I don't understand how uh, it's hard to see people who are they're so miserable or negative in their life that don't realize that if you're positive to somebody else, it it stays inside of you. Mm -hmm. You become positive. Why do you think there's like I think people people are just miserable, bro? In general, I think people are like envy is a big one. They can't see other people doing better than them, and they're they're so miserable. But that like. A lot of, especially like lately, I've been seeing that on Snapchat. Like, so y'all need to stop beefing with your imaginary like enemies. Like, y'all need yeah. to stop it. Not like, everybody is out to get you. Like, they're beefing with their imaginary enemies. Like, oh. people on Snapchat. Like, y'all need to stop, man. Like, these chill n- out. These niggas ain't ready. <sighs> right. These niggas ain't ready for this. Right. Like, chill out. You know. Um, <laughs> find more positivity, man. Um, oh man, it makes the world go exactly, around, man. Exactly, exactly, man. Um. Don't nobody want to be around negative ass people. Exactly, um, and if they are, it's just because I mean, you got money, or they're they're fake friends. They're they're, they're there for they're not there for the right reasons. Nah, yeah. man. A lot of people are really around just to just to watch you to wait to see when you fail or when you when you go down or if you're at the top or you're climbing to the top. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's a big a big thing, man. Is fuck them, like yeah, you know. Yeah. You, you keep climbing. Don't look no, down at that, that motherfucker watching you from behind. That's what I've... Uh, and I always encourage people, like, if you haven't watched Gary Vee, watch him absorb yeah. as much information as you can. For sure, dude. Thanks to him, that I was able to develop that mentality even more of, like, the do the shit. Like, I don't give a fuck. Do it. Do it. Don't worry about the views. Don't worry about the numbers. Don't worry about this. Do it. Man, you know? when you... If you want... it's If you want to do something... Just because you want to do it, that's the only excuse you need to do it. Right. There's no, you don't have to have any other motives to go do something. Or explanation. Yeah, of course, man. If I want to wear pink shorts and a bright blue shirt because I want to, man, fuck whatever that dude outside thinks when I walk outside. Like, it's just who cares, man? It's if you're patient and you're enjoying the journey, then like, it's going to eventually. Yeah, along with, yeah, along with enjoying it, man. It's Uh, do this shit for yourself, not for whatever anybody else is thinking about you. I think going back to the whole passion thing, like if your day is filled up with so many things that you're passionate about, you're not going to have time to sit there and like see what he's doing or what she's doing as to where like the people that are doing that probably haven't found their passion and then they have too much time on their hands to fucking be able to do that you know yeah so no, that if is, you're a hater find your passion yeah stop oh 100 even yeah. if you're not a hater man and you haven't found your passion yet, do that oh, yeah I mean, but i mean i could deal with a person that hasn't found their passion and they're still like they're good, good people you know what i'm yeah. saying but if you're a fucking dick like yeah go figure something out yeah oh, go sit in the corner and figure out what you've done let me check av real quick uh av we're what uh how's the whole no alcohol no social media Three weeks. Still, still three weeks in? Yep. Good job, man. God damn, bro. Good job. So what have you learned out of all this? Because it's three weeks, bro. It gave you time to I'm like work out. That you don't need like, it. I've lost like 10 pounds. Hell yeah. Fucking, I've been. Uh, what about I, the mental side? Oh, I've been feeling great, man. Great. I, I have been smoking a lot of weed. I'm not going to lie. But, but the, the the weed, I feel like, I don't know. I, I If it helps you, like, think. Some, yeah, some medicine. And, and, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't do like, and that's what I was like. I'm not popping no fucking anxiety right. And then weed had yeah, no weed has like a that. a bad reputation to certain people because they think they're bums, they're not doing shit. But like that's what I'm saying. Like I have mad respect because you do a lot of shit. Oh hell like, yeah! Like that's like your zone shit. You know, like all right, let me smoke a blunt before I do this, and you fucking kill it. Whatever the hell you do, shit, yeah. Because yeah. I think as I'm smoking, I'm thinking like right now when we were gonna do this podcast, I'm I'm smoking and I'm thinking, okay, what am I gonna ask? What am I? So I'm not just smoking and then just like, to smoke, right? So like he's he, he yeah if he stays Let's doing put shit it in your zone, or man. like even I'll fucking smoke before I go work out and then right. 
Next thing you know, I'm already done. Like, oh shit, you know. No, no, it's uh, it's time to smoke again. It's a, it's a good, bro. It's a good little streak, bro. You see, like back in the day, you never thought you can go three weeks without drinking, and look at you when you did the challenge. Nah, that's good. That man. shit was like you did it for eleven days, and then after that, you were like, fuck, I can't do it. I had to fucking drink and this. So and that. you doubled, you doubled your record. Now already. you doubled the record. Yeah, You're yeah, going there. Sure. And the thing is, uh, where I where I was fucking up is that I was saying. I'm I'm gonna try to uh, oh yeah I'm trying to stop bro or I'm trying and then you're nah, going and kicking I'm it with trying, people who are drinking you know? like I'm 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 saying like I'm trying because it makes you feel better like I'm trying yeah no I'm trying to Instead stop like, bro that's too weird. right now I'm just like I'm gonna stop yeah I'm I'm not drinking right now I'm not I'm not oh, drinking yeah. so that, yeah, you gotta tell yourself first you gotta tell yourself first for sure what you're gonna do I think the the important part of all of it was the mental side um, of it because yeah that that shit can you know. Oh yeah, Fuck man! Alcohol you. is just fucking. If you really sit there and look at it, we're drinking. Oh, that's another thing I've done is I'm. I try to educate myself so that the times where I'm like, oh, I kind of want to drink or I kind of want to, I'll just look up a video on like other people that are sober. Like I've been watching a lot of like Stevo uh, from Jackass. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. Because bro, he was lost. Oh he yeah, was he fucking, was gone. Yeah, he was for sure. you can, like fucking. Yeah, you paint can tell. everything. He was doing some everything. crazy shit. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'll do that. I'll watch people that are. That yeah, that are staying sober and why they're staying sober, and then that kind of reminds me like yeah, gives you some motivation. Exactly, yeah. Um, I think yeah, the mental side. Like right now, I feel like I'm more stable because we've talked about it. You know, as far as mental and like you know the fucking roller coaster that this whole situation has been. Uh, my relationship went through a fucking loop too, so it was like it it had its uh, hiccups and shit, and I felt. Like drained and shit. Like I feel like, damn man, I'm doing too much. It I gets need a like that, man. Break. Yeah, it gets like that, right? So yeah. it's like, thankfully, oh, another thing. Uh, I've been there's this book by Robert Peterson. It's called The Twelve Rules of Life. So listening, bro, Robert Peterson is a fucking like. If, man, if I was a, amazed a by Gary V, that motherfucker right there. Is, oh yeah, it's another level of Gary V on crack type. <laughs> no, shit. no, 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 because he's um. He actually studies the psychic of like the the psychologic why, why we think like this, why we're doing this, why yeah. we're doing that, why. So that shit makes you real. Uh, when I was listening to it, it's almost like he was talking to me. Like yeah, like he's like it's fucking nuts, bro. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to Robert Peterson because he I'm gonna have to listen to it. He he, ma- he makes it clear as to why like the whole thing you that reminded me when you were saying like your you had problems, relationship problems, you had. Problems here, problems there. Yeah. So, like, one of the ways that he was talking about handling problems is, like, picking a time out of the day to where you sit there and problem solve, which can be kind of weird to think about. But if it does you no good to sit there and, and overwhelm yourself with Right, like, and then be like. So, like, it's better to just take some time to be like, okay, these are all my fucking problems. Yeah, Let's you got to deal with them one at a time. For sure. And, uh, and pick the ones that you know you can solve and the other just like because i think what a lot of people do is they have problems and then they'll go to work and then they're at work they still have those problems problems. or they go fucking drink and do drugs and shit and it's like like, you got to get to those problems you got to so i think it's almost like having a board and like okay what am i going to do about this and what you know so well yeah it's like taking the trash out you got to eventually take it out yeah so you might as well do it whenever you got time to do it Um, don't leave that motherfucker in the trash bin when you go to work (laughs) exactly i think uh, you gotta take it out 12 12 at night before you go to sleep now the whole situation taught me to to kind of handle situations better so i was able to you know handle those problems solve them and be at a better state mentally because i think that was really 
I saw it was getting to me. Going to that too, man, like draining yourself. I do it a lot, man. Working, you know, two jobs, uh, working a a full-time job and then doing my own thing on the side. Um, I know you can relate to that, but I think about it a lot too. And I saw something yesterday on social media, actually. I can't remember who posted it. It was about procrastinating and it was about not feeling bad about procrastinating when you're doing it for yourself. So if you need to procrastinate so that you can come back stronger right. when you're not drained, then it's okay to do that. Yeah, It's not it's not bad. And I have a hard time doing that too because then I start talking about how I'm unmotivated yeah. and I'm in a rut. And, like and to it's me, not realizing that, okay, cool, I didn't post anything for three days on social media. But, but you're preparing yourself. I but think. I feel good today and I'm going to go get this image and I'm going to go do the shoot. And then I'm going to have some social media to post. It's going to look think, even better than if right. I would have pushed it. Exactly. And that's what, uh, and that's one thing I, I like uh, about Joseph that he said, you know, I'm not posting as constantly as I am, would like to be, but, but I'm giving you guys quality. Yeah. So I love and, that about him. And that's, and that's the same thing with like right now I'm, I've started vlogging again and I said I was going to try to do one every week. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving you, I'm saying trying because I'm not going to go the extra mile. If there's not a good day that I can vlog, I'm not going to do it. Right. And I'm not going to post that week. Right. I'm not. Yeah. I want to give you guys good quality. There's a fine line between, um, I don't know who says it. I know Casey Neistat's one that's like, just just make videos. It right. doesn't matter how quality they are or what they are. Just tell a story and post exactly. it. Exactly. That's what that's Same what thing I, with Gary Vee. He's, he's a firm believer on post, 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 like post content all the time. There's a fine line, I think, when you get. But I, content that makes sense. Yeah, just not post, post, post. Exactly. It's like, There's you know. a fine line of just posting content and then posting content, like you said, that has to have, it has to have some kind of quality. Because <laughs> if, if I'm on your page and and everything is just shit for the rest right. of the time, then, then I'm, I might not unfollow you because you're my boy and I like you. Yeah. But I mean, I'll look at it and I'll be like, ah, oh, man, come on, Darwin. Yeah, you're better it, than this, bro. I think that's, yeah, because today and I'm I like. I think you need those people in your life right. to tell you like, hey, you know, you're good, bro. What are you doing? This is not you. This is not your content. This yeah, is not your quality. I, I, that's why I'm fueled by it because uh, that's why I was like, Dylan, come on time or a little bit late because I'm going the extra mile. You know, I'm putting the camera here, putting yeah. it, you know, getting out of the car and taking drone shots. And yeah. like, I'm going the extra mile because it's something that I'm not like, it doesn't feel like I'm dragging. I'm, I like it. I get, I get to try. It's like being more cinematic yeah, and it fuels me. So it's like today I was like, man, we got a podcast and we got a shoe. I'm like, damn, I'm excited for this shit. Oh, like, man, I'm I love, a document. I love so. my days off whenever I have stuff lined up. Exactly. Like, this. like, and it's going back to Joseph, man. It's crazy to think like, I mean, I, I was watching the podcast long before that. I think I was, I'm pretty, I was pretty close to watching it from the very beginning. I might've missed a few episodes at the beginning, but, um, he was one of my like my big inspirations when I started because he he's been doing that it for Spider-Man several years, one, bro. I, I watched I have that whole I have, video. Oh, I'm I like, just changed my wallpaper to my daughter, but I had man. that wallpaper on my phone, bro. He killed that shot. I can like and me as a creator. I know the amount of work that went behind crazy, doing man. that, yeah. putting that t- thing together. So, like, I appreciate that shot. I'm like, damn, this motherfucker killed that. Oh shit. yeah, and it's yeah. like, well, and yeah. it's crazy. I know we talked about this, he's and I, with I that even shit. talked to him about it previously, but. I like found him on other YouTubers page uh, channels like these guys from Australia. Mm-hmm. I found him on their channel. Like I was watching their street photography and car photography and I saw him and he was rocking a thunder hat. And I was like, nah. that's when you kind of, that's how, that's how I discovered him because of the thunder hat. Like he got recommended on, on my feed, which was crazy. And then the thunder hat was like, well, Don't and tell I, me. I went on to like check his YouTube channel and I subscribed and then like I saw he did more video stuff and I was like, this is dope. And like that was a small time when I was like, man, I really need to get better at video or even just trying to make like 
highlight videos for my shoots or fucking TikToks or something. I feel like, because uh, like him and Peter McKinney, they do both. Yeah. But I feel sure. like everybody, you got to find out if you can do both and if you like doing both. Because like me, yeah. I like doing more of the video side. So my thing, but you can do photography. I can do photography, yeah, but I it's can not do, my. I like the fo- photo side more, but I don't know if I can do video because I haven't given myself that shot. Right. Because you're probably overwhelmed with Man, like, the editing fuck. process is, just scares me. I'm I, not, yeah, I'm not scared to admit that like, no, I'm just sure. a big puss when he, it comes he, to that He who process. says he can and he who says he can't are both usually right. Yeah. Uh, Fair enough. It's like with uh, me that if I wanted to take my skills to the next level, I need to learn. The uh, After Effects, which is like the visual, yeah. like craziness. You follow but it's uh, like, Peter Lindgren? Yeah, yeah. Did you see his last? He posted a, a short, I think it was on Instagram, but he did like a like a gun, like a Oh, he had, has he posted? Because he said he No, did he you see that story? Taste, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he did the After Effects on the gun? No, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I like it's it. crazy the difference, yeah. bro. Yeah, and just no, stuff no, like that. Exactly. But. So I think that's another thing, but I think that will come... At its time, because right now I'm, I'm good with the kind of content I'm using the for software sure. of Premiere no, you gotta Pro. Grow, it's grow working. It, grow at your own pace, man. Right, for sure. exactly. I'm not going to force shit. You I know? followed him, man, uh, Joseph Garcia, Keyboard King. And he um, inspired me, dude. Like for photos, he inspired me. And then I watched that dude make a video, a whole cinematic video on his fucking Snapchat. That was ridiculous. That was so stupid, dude. Yeah. I mean, it was great, but it was it's stupid how how you see these people who have that talent, who have that. You know, and that's something that like in you guys, I see that in you guys, obviously. Um, I watch you guys' videos and I'm like, man, I want to make videos like it looks fun. And it's we made fun. that little YouTube, you know, that video with the dope. COVID stuff. Yeah. And that was dope, dude. Like I just I enjoyed not only being a part of the video, but taking the photos and then watching the process of making that video. It's so different. So I got too, to see huh? the whole process. Because you, you saw it, you saw and it, and then it you together. saw it come to what, life. What, and you're what like, I like to see is like when you do, like even when I did music videos, there was a couple times when uh, I would take Dave with me. Yeah. And like, it was like his first few shoots, but I knew he had it. Like y'all said, he had the, like the vision and the, it didn't matter what camera he had. He had the fucking vision. Oh, he was going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it was fun seeing music videos. Like first we would drop the pictures, and then we would drop the music video. So it's like, like first you get to see the the image. It's a dopamine, then, bro. That that that. And, and then like if you if you drop it right for the even for the followers, like it's like oh shit, badass pictures. And then yep. like and they, then they later, see that video, another video, oh, and they're shit. like, damn, these are the pictures to that video. And then after that, they're That's, behind the scenes, so they get to see how we did all this shit. Like it's cool, man. Yeah, yeah, it's a. It's definitely a dopamine, man. For me, it's a big, uh, going back to what we were talking about earlier, like in the service industry, I get that dude. Like I, I go to work and I'm that, I am that annoying coworker at work. Like I walk in, man, I walk in and I'm like, you guys ready to make a million bucks? And they just look at me and I'm like, Say yes, motherfuckers! Like yeah. we all want to make a million have dollars. That positive attitude in uh, yeah, and, I, and speaking speaking shit that. in yeah speaking shit in existence, dude. Like I might not ever make a million dollars at work one day, but. Eventually, like, I'm, you know, I hope to be able to say one day, like, man, I'm doing this shit that I love and I made a million dollars this year. And like, that's not the goal. The goal is to be happy and be able to provide for my family. And that's it. That's all I want. Put yourself in that position. Why not set goals like that? You know, I think that's what people are fucked up. Like, we set, we set small goals. So we reach those goals and then we're like, oh, what's next? Right. I think, (laughs) I think you, you have to set small goals, but I think you have to be proactive in setting the next goal after that. Because then it's not exciting. It it makes no sense to say, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars this year and then not say, and then I want to make a hundred and fifty the year after. 
that doesn't make any sense because then you're like, well, what the fuck am I gonna do in 2022 when I made my hundred thousand? Yeah, like, I'm just gonna quit working. Set a goal. Set a I'm goal. Done. Yeah, like I give, I give up on everything else, and it's that's for me is like my short term goal is to be able to full be a full time photographer to do my own thing and not have to work for somebody else. So like, do you think that? You would just be able to let go of the service industry like that? I don't know, man. I think if I can, I think if I can, itch, bro. It's like, yeah, I think if I can. So, like, I thought about this a lot, and and I still think about it all the time. I think if I can put myself in a position where I can be a full time creator, a full time photographer. Um, I made I made some small moves recently, obviously with my job change and and hours change and position change. That I'm on that path. Hopefully, um, that's what I'm working for. You know, I just it's not anything like contract official or anything like that. But like I posted some pictures of some big ass dogs on my page the other day. That's a big ass kennel. Like they have kennels all over Oklahoma and like I'm their f- official photographer. Dope. Like everybody in their kennel will come to me for photos. So that's already a big, and like this, this is a dude that I met one day at the park at scissor park. He gave me his card. Cause I have a pocket bully at home. I was walking her and he's got a extra large bully. My dog's, eight inches off the ground and his dog weighs 165 pounds Shit. and i'm like hey i'm sorry you know i tell him i'm sorry my dog's real vocal because she bark she thinks she's big and he go, he looks at me and he looks at his dog and he's like i don't think so and i'm like all right whatever like i know your dog's not gonna hurt her you obviously have him well trained but like she's vocal my dog sat on her ass and just let that big ass dog sniff all over her she didn't bark she didn't whelp she didn't make no noise yeah. he goes see i told you it's a big ass dog she's not gonna do nothing to him and I was like, all right, cool. So he handed me his card. I followed him on Instagram. He followed me back. And, like, almost immediately was like, yo, your work is dope. Like, you should show, if you're down, like, let's collab. You know, he threw me a hoodie, some a shirt, and, like, got some models to come out. So I got some dope Instagram content. And then it was just a, a collab. It was just a, hey, let's get to know each other, whatever. As soon as I was done with the shoot, I'm real impatient. I know you know this, but... As soon as I get home, man, I, I I pull those photos and I start Bro, editing. Oh, that that's it, that excitement, like, well, and we were I, talking about shit, it. Like, it gets like if you just have leave them in the vault, like you're not that excited for it no more. Yeah, it wasn't as fun, like, and I get like that. But for the most part, I'm super impatient. Like, I pull them, I call them, I, I go through them. And I get you start, yeah, and then I start messing like you with the time. You're like, yeah, and then that. I find that edit, and then I'm like, all right, let's get this done. And then I start working, and 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 he hit me up immediately. He was like, you know, we need to talk about some official stuff. You know, like. We need a photographer. I got a lot of dogs. I got a lot of people. I got a lot of people buying dogs off me. So right there was an opportunity. And I told him, I was like, I'm down. I gave him, you know, I told him what my prices were. He threw me, you know, like a little negotiation. It was like, how about this for less photos? Give us a little discount. We all come to you. And I'm like, cool. That works works. for me. Yeah. And then he, and then he messaged me back and goes, you're good at what you do. I really want to see you do this full time. Somebody who doesn't even know me, bro. Yeah, bro, because they sense that. You know what I'm saying? And I, you yeah. know, and like, for me, that's that, you know, my wife, dude, she's a huge, she's my support. She's my backup. She's my everything. Um, she gets mad at me because of how much I charge for my photo sessions. And she's like, yo, like she'll send me links on Facebook and Instagram and websites. And like these people's pictures suck and they're charging twice as much as you. What are you doing? And I'm like, yeah, they're probably not having near as much fucking fun as I am out yeah. there. <laughs> I'm like, it's hard to charge people more money when you're having this much fun doing something. And right. I mean, the thing is, too, is that uh, you got to look at the market thing, too. Like, uh, you know, there's a lot of times where, I mean, Oklahoma, man, we got to we're building, you know, so it's one, like, one of my things is is the time that I've been doing it. 
Yeah, it's for sure. if somebody comes up to me and goes, "Hey, your pictures are dope." How much do you charge? And I say, you know, X amount. And then they're like, how long have you been doing this? And I'm like, oh, I've been taking pictures for a few years, but I think talent I did talks. It as a business. I think it talks too, but I think there's, if there's somebody who has a equally or almost as equally good portfolio or photos and they can say, I've been doing this for 10 years. I think that makes a big ass difference. I think somebody looks and goes, I trust this guy. Cause he knows the ins and outs more than this kid who's been doing it for two years. I don't know. Like when my dad pulls up to a work site, like I've been doing this for how long? Yeah, thirty years. And then they're like, there might be a youngin that pulls up, and he's just as good as my dad. But that person's gonna look at my dad and be like, "Yeah, this motherfucker's been in business thirty years, so that's for a reason." This young buck is. Well, I think I'm business. just looking at it more as a video aspect. Um, I'm looking more at it like you're hiring me because you like my work. You like what I offer as far as style when it comes to videos and stuff. That's the, I, I'm probably just. Comparing it on the video side, because there might be somebody that's 10 years in the game and I can be maybe three. Right. But my work is why they hiring me, my style, what I bring to the table, you know. So it's oh, like, I agree. I agree that talent. I mean, you can be in the league for 10 years. And if this kid who's one year in is better than you, he's right, better than you. Right. Exactly. I think experience is a big factor. I and It's just yeah, my personal opinion. Right. of, And it could be me being self-conscious. It could be me going. I can't reach out to this big ass business to do headshots for them because there's probably 10 other photographers who've been doing this for 20 years. Yeah. Who they're going to trust a hell of a lot more than me. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy, bro, because there is so many or not so many, but there is quite a few uh, people that just, even though they know that you're like, I had this experience with my attorney. Like, I'm like, I can do, I can do your pictures. I can do. But she's like, man, I already have a guy that I've been working with for years. Loyal to, yeah, they're loyal to these so people. So she's like, I, I couldn't do that to him. You know, I couldn't just fucking. That happened to me with a real estate like, company. I know I could do way better. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. she's just like. And that's Build just, a relationship. because he's respectable. Probably, yeah. respectable. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to, you know. That's Maybe that photographer stuff. built that relationship with yeah. her oh, to yeah. the point where like, yeah, yeah, that's you know. exactly what it was. Yeah. yeah. So, well, and that's uh, that's part of networking. You have to be that person. That's why, yeah. I, that's why I am the way I am with everybody. You know, that's why I'm like when, when I met. I mean, I met both of you guys previously, but, like, when I initially met you, it was just like, bro, I just want to network. Like, I just want to go out and kick it and vibe and, like, yeah, take some photos and right. see what's up. Because and then find ways where we can help each other out. And it's like. And unfortunately, I haven't really sent you any work, but, you know, you've been no, you kind, good, enough, to, no, you've been you, kind you enough to send me Because at the end of the day, stuff. bro, when, like, when I'll be like, hey, Dylan, I got this shoot. You do it without any hesitation. So I see that. That to me is value. Yeah, you know what sure. I'm saying? Like today, we're going to do one after this podcast. So it's like that to me is value. But any, exactly. anytime there's work, I'm going to send it your way. Yeah, you know? for sure. Because I know. And I know that's what comes from networking correctly. Exactly. exactly. From, you know, from being loyal. I know I know you might know other photographers that are could even probably do these the, things better than me. And I know most of the time I'm the first person you think about. It, no, you're the first one. So I'm like. I, I know there's photographers out there. I know a couple. Um I got a buddy that worked with that worked with used to work with me, and he was like, "Man, I want to do the photography shit." And like, I was like, "Man, go for it, bro!" Yeah, like, if it. there's something that's passion, like, and he's good too. Yeah. But I've been I've been able to work with you more, and, and it's all about relationships, right? Exactly. So we we've, we've been able to connect, and it's like the Man, first. You're, you're like an open minded person. I think exactly. That's one of the biggest bro. thing that like because uh, um, I feel like a lot of people that are content creators and shit like that get ahead of themselves. Like yeah. it's like. Like Jay Paulo, I I love that motherfucker. The guy that did all of our logos. Uh -huh. I had that early on when I was like doing a lot of videos, and I was kind of getting a not a hot head, but it was just kind of like like fuck that. I'm not working with that nigga. I don't really 
I don't, you know, I don't, whatever. I was just getting, and nah, he was you're like, young and like, he took me aside one day and was like, bro, just remember that, like, you're just a fucking camera guy. You know what I'm saying? Any Anybody can pick up a camera and he kind of humbled me down. You know, he was like, you need that. He was yeah. like, at the end of the day, just remember that, bro. You're just a fucking camera guy. You're not, yeah. you know, you're here to, just you're here like to give today, a service. You're as fuck and you, you're, you're telling people like, ah, fuck that. I'm not working with you. Shit could go bad and you, Exactly and you're, and you're back to where You're not getting booked at all so. and, and and that's what I, I, I It goes back to like Cause sometimes you can get Ahead of yourself And yeah. it goes back th- This thing bothered me The other day Cause I, I uh, Was gonna get a cut With one of my, my homies um, And he said Come at 2 o'clock And I was like I haven't seen him in a minute I wanna get a cut with him Comes uh, I get there at uh, 1.50 I'm there waiting one, 2 o'clock comes And I'm like Where you at? He's like, oh, I'm stuck at the train. And then I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. I'll wait for you another 10 minutes. 15 minutes go by. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, and he's like, oh, my bad, I've been moving. This, why didn't you tell me? Like, like, yes, I get it. You're the barber and shit, and I need you. But at the same time, I'm also paying for the service. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? So price. like, And then and they kind of remind me when you said, like, I can be 15 minutes. Like, I can be this. And I'm like, yeah, bro, but at the end of the day, if time is valuable for the person that's at the shop that want to get a cut with you, if time is valuable for them, don't fuck with that. It just depends on the relationship you have too, man. Like that's what it all comes down to. And I feel like uh, with barbers, a lot of times like we play favorites and it kind of is like that. Like if I think everybody does that, bro. You know what I'm saying? I like have favorite a, clients already. If there's already. a client that I've had for fucking four or five years that fucks with me every single week and shit, I'm going to treat him different than the nigga that just comes to me when his Real barber I mean that's in. fair yeah. As long you know as you treat Everybody like, As long as you treat Everybody right but I think it's like yeah, More of like If yeah. you're gonna tell me To come at a certain time Like don't fuck around With my That's time. just professionalism like that, that yeah. Professionalism That's what it comes down still, to bro, yeah. uh, It's different If you're not even there You know If you see that he's there And he's just backed up Shit happens That's a different you know well, oh, For sure I, yeah, that's But different. I'm talking about but like He just hasn't showed up That's Right And like yeah, well, like, I think there's. I'm a pretty sure you do this. Like, hey, bro, I'm gonna be late. Yeah, yeah. ten minutes yeah, yeah. late. Yeah, I can no, understand. Yeah. You hit me up. Yeah. All right, yeah. bet. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if no, I didn't hit this sure, nigga up, sure. like, no, yeah, so that that shit like irritated me. I'm yeah. like, bro, like professionalism. I mean, yeah, as a uh, as a barber, that's one thing I know that uh, we need we need to do better <laughs> on because I think people in general, bro, and it goes people back don't to know like, how to communicate exactly. Well, well, and the thing is, I feel like with the whole barbering thing, we know that it's kind of fucked up, but we know that. That with that, like, it's kind of like a... You can be booked, bro, but you also got it. It goes back to the camera thing. Yeah, like you, yeah, 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 for sure. You know it's what I'm saying? It's to a point where you're just sitting on your if barber you, it, chair and you're like, damn, if I wouldn't have fucked this exactly, client off, exactly. I'd be cutting right now. I exactly. wouldn't just be That's why I here. said it's okay to treat your favorite clients better as long as you treat everybody right. Yeah, exactly. As long as you're professional and you communicate. That's my... Even yeah. at work, bro, if I know I'm going to be a minute late, I'm not late. I don't. I don't go places late normally. If I know I'm gonna be a minute late, I text my whoever's managing my shift that day. Yeah. If I'm not managing the restaurant, I, I text my boss. Hey, I'm, I might be like two, three minutes late. Yeah. Hey, I'm not planning on it, but I might be five minutes late because I just I know how long it takes me to get to work. So yeah. if I leave my house five minutes later, I'm always like, Hey, I might be five minutes late. Just want you to know, but I'm on my mm-hmm. way. Like I'll be there in a minute. Yeah. See, you you are like you've worked that you're a manager, so you understand. How it's like I know how frustrating it is. Ten minutes into the shift to be over, and this motherfucker is late. Like, or or the other side when I'm waiting for employees to show up, and it's like ten minutes in, and they haven't texted, they haven't called, they haven't let you know anything, Mm -hmm. and you're just like, hey, did you fucking quit, or are you coming to work today? 
Because yep. in yeah. the in the service industry, you have so many no call, no shows. Yeah. People who just quit because they can go get another job at another restaurant, and like that's kind of the, you know it goes in with everything. If that's I'm how, going yeah. to go do a shoot, then I try to be five ten minutes early before yeah. the time right, that I exactly. told them. Cause I'm like, hey, you know, I might, I might walk, fuck around, walk around, and find the best spot for the shoot before they even get here. You want to have some, time make it to real just nice. Yeah, soak just in get ready. You want to just get there. Like, I mean, I've done that a lot of times where I, I still do it. It's hard. I get to the shop. I'm five minutes late, so my whole flow of the day is it's just, off. It's off. Yeah, I'm still doing it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, the days that when I go in, or yeah. when I'm there before the client, you get I, to get ready. Those days are good. You know, you get or to walk, go client, to the bathroom, walk yeah, around the shop, say what's up to everybody, fuck yeah. around for a little bit, yeah. put the music on that you like, yeah. just get yeah, everything that's ready. That's a big one. Like if you're first, if you're, you're vibing, there first, yeah. you run the ox. So you know, I'm listening to that Mo three all day. Yeah, um, yeah. So you you pretty much want to put yourself in that position. That's a similar situation with me because like I have my part-time job but I also work for 405 Buds and I do their video and then lately I've been working a lot with Eddie so if I for example if I can keep them two giving me constant work yeah. I'm good because yeah, I also don't want to overwhelm myself with a lot of work because I want to focus on my personal brand my yeah, business yeah, and, shit. Sure. The shit out. and then yeah. that, I think that's that's good well, and that's, that's where I'm at right now as those far are transitions as, into doing what you want to do it gives me time exactly mm-hmm. it gives me time but to yeah, work everybody on the creative has to shit. Eat shit you know uh, at the for beginning sure. you have to do the fucking oh, I don't know how many free photo shoots or photo shoots for gas money I did when mm-hmm. I started oh, yeah. and oh, some of them are like some of my favorite content yeah because it was just me but you have fun with, with no it. expectations too man uh, the, the thing that uh, makes me sad sometimes is that the people that really like one sometimes like the people that really want to have you do their project like let's say somebody really really is excited about me doing this shit and then I'm not excited about doing their shit. Yeah. Like that is kind of that's sad. one of the reasons why. Yeah, that's why I stopped doing the whole wedding and all that shit because yeah. I'm like, damn, this person is super excited that I'm shooting their shit. But then I'm I don't not feel excited. the same way. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, that's like being yeah, and a, you as a crazy relationship with a girl that loves you, and then you're like, damn, I don't know about this. Yeah. I'm just there for the yeah. walls. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Like <clears throat> I'm just there to just yeah do my thing and bounce. do my thing and bounce, but. Yeah. No, um, yeah, that's important too, man. And that's what that's what's nice about I like shooting weddings. Um I want Or not just weddings, like I even love music them. videos. Like there's yeah, certain yeah, artists I mean, that are like, oh you know, yeah, in a general sense of like, like I don't even like this song. Yeah, in a general <laughs> sense of like jo- yeah, jobs that, that as a creator that you, you you like but not necessarily are in love with. I like I love parts of weddings. I don't love the whole wedding. Right, right. So I'm long not a day. huge fan of the so, ceremony. I like the very end of the ceremony, it's super fun. I like the the getting ready shots and the first look shots. Yeah, I love their, those. You see, they're nervous. And you, I love those, yeah. man. Because you don't. There's no directing. There's no posing. I mean, there's a little bit of posing sometimes. There's no. There's just all you're saying is like, all right, hey, go tap him on the shoulder, mm-hmm. and then you get all that raw emotion in a photo. Not just that, but you turn around and show it to them. Like once you've edited you it, you see their reaction, and, and then shit. they're like, "Oh my god, this is us! You took this like you yeah, were standing over there. That, this yeah. did not look like this that day." I think that's the ba- favorite part: delivering and just seeing their reaction. I think, oh, like, it's my damn! You you enjoy my fucking work. That's Hell why yeah. I think that's why one of the reasons like photo video for me like photo is my like happy place. The instant gratification, like well, cameras nowadays too. Like you take a photo and you show them the raw photo, you know, in camera, and they're like, "Damn." That looks good. And so then you kind of laugh and you're like. instant gratification. Exactly. The instant gratification of like, and I get it a lot in the service industry of like. So bro, why, my why job, do you think you're such a people, uh, people pleaser? Man, I think a big part, I think I've always been a talker. I've always been a, I've been easy. Like, and I made friends easy. Like I was, I always had a lot of friends and I wasn't popular, 
But I had friends. Like, I always had people to hang out with. I always had people around me. I think it was just that, man. I think I come from a big family, being around a lot of people all the time. Um, and I think I think restaurants, man. I think restaurants turned me in. Because when I was a kid, I was a host and a dishwasher and a busser. And I didn't talk to people all day. When I started serving and bartending, like, man, especially in the bar, bro, like, you meet people. And a big thing is, like, on this side of the bar is a, is a dude that just got off a 12-hour day in construction. And at the exact same time on this side of the bar is, a, is an attorney who hasn't worked all day. He's making three four $400,000 a year. And you're talking to both of them at the same time. So you're learning all walks yeah. of life and different. This dude's pissed off at his wife about something. This dude's drinking because he's stressing out about his bills at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just the people you meet and the things you do all day. And not just that, but you get this creative freedom depending on where you work. I've been lucky enough to have a lot of creative freedom. But, like, at my job, like, we just dropped some cocktails. And I posted a picture of one of the cocktails we created. But I got to help create that cocktail. Like, I got to be a part of that creative, like, um process in that cocktail and it's like a spiked iced mm-hmm. coffee drink so people are coming in and i'm selling this cocktail not only because it's good cocktail but because i got to be a part of it you believe in it i took the picture for the social media post i helped make the cocktail it's a good drink it's also partnered with like a local coffee shop across the street from us and like these people drink it and then they look at you and they're like shit good this is good and yeah. i'm like yeah this is dangerous this is a 7 30 in the morning cocktail it's iced coffee and then they laugh, and then I get excited because yeah. I'm like, damn, I just made that person. If that person came in here with any kind of problem, I'm frustrations or struggles, like, they, they were happy for a little bit. Yeah. And then they bounce, you know? Same thing with food. Like, I joke. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm corny as fuck at work, bro. People will come in, and they're like, oh, what's good here, you know? And I'm like, well, obviously, the ramen's really good, but the garlic fried rice will change your life. That's the type of shit yeah, I tell people you, at work. You got, you got to. You and got they to. look at me, and they're like, nah. It's gonna change my Stop life. Stop it! Yeah, like what? I'm gonna get, I'm gonna gain powers, or what the hell's going yeah, on? You, you and I tell them like, I'm like, nah, it's gonna change your life, and like I serve yeah, bro, them. Sometimes shit does. Like when I go eat me a fucking plate of pho on the right day, that shit changes my life, bro. It's and like, like worst case scenario is like I just made them super happy for like 45 minutes, and then yeah. they left. Like I'm cool so with is that. that. Something that your parents instilled in you, you think? Yeah, like, like my dad's kind of a serious person. Like yeah, my mom's a people person. She's always worked around people. She's good with people. When um, like casa, she's like the yeah, catering person. She is shit. for sure. And it's funny because my mom's white. My mom's American. She's from mm-hmm. Tennessee. Oh, your dad is the Mexican. Yeah, my mom's <clears throat> red-haired, freckles, white yeah. girl. Speaks almost perfect Spanish. Man, talk about that a little bit, man. Yeah, like man. How, how I was growing up because you're like. It's crazy. Um, ni de aquí, ni de allá, like yeah, I got lucky, man. My mom, My mom's family is real small. Like I only had one aunt who, you know, she's passed away already, but. My mom was only one of two kids. My grandpa lived in Tennessee my whole life, and my grandma lived here, and they were divorced. Um, it's sad to say it, but, like, my white side of my family, there was, like, really no culture. Mm-hmm. Just American, you know, like, just kind of, you know, bland. My, my dad is one of ten. The first time I ever went to Mexico, bro, I was months old, like I was a baby. And my mom kind of absorbed all that Mexican culture from my dad's side of my family. Bro, my mom makes tamales by the dozen and sells them during, like, holiday seasons. And she kills that shit. Bro, she makes, like, hundreds of tamales. Yeah. Uh, last year, she made 90 dozen. She works for a, She has a full-time job, and she sells most of them, like, at work. Nice. She'll just get a piece of paper yeah. and a pen and, like, um, who needs that's, this? Did she yeah. pick up on the Spanish? She speaks almost perfect Spanish, bro. Yeah. And uh, my dad's real, real serious. So, like, but my dad was that, my dad was that typical, like, he never talked back to my grandma or my grandpa, like Stead. super, yeah, traditional, 
You know, I remember one time I got smacked because I said way to some guy older than me at the soccer fields. Because he did so, he wasn't that much older than me, but he was an old enough. Yeah. And he said, he did something stupid, and I said, Cállate, way. And my dad smacked me. And he was like, Eso no se dice. And I got in trouble, and I, I learned, I like, those were the ways that I learned. It was like, cool, like, you respect people older than you, you know? Yeah. My cousins, my cousins are all Mexican on my dad's side, obviously, but they grew up in a more American culture. So we would go to my my family's house and like my my uncles and aunts didn't really like teach my cousins. So like, hey, you offer your uncle something to drink. You offer him something to eat. Oh, saludar de mano. Yeah. I mean, they all, it, fortunately, like they all had manners at least. But mm. my uncles loved coming to our house because like they would come in and I, hey, tío, ¿quieres algo de tomar? Hey, tío, ¿quieres algo de comer? Because that's how, that's who my mom is. Yeah. That's okay. who my dad is too. But so like I my my culture is like, I would say it's like 95% Mexican and the other 5% is white. Unfortunately, on the outside, it don't yeah. look that way. <laughs> You're the Miklo. Huh? Yeah, yeah, man. I spoke yeah. Spanish first. I started school in Monterrey. Like, I, I grew up, like you said, ni de aquí ni de allá. I was in Monterrey like six months out of the year until I was like 18. So yeah. summer break, Christmas break, fall break. When I was three, I got left there for six months. Like, I just stayed with my grandma for six months. And I started school over there because they told her if he's going to be here, he has to be in school. Mm-hmm. So I started school there, and that's why I didn't speak any English until I was like eight. That's crazy. Yeah, Damn. so <clears throat> that's kind of like my, my background is definitely hardcore Hispanic culture. Yeah. Like, And I love it, man. I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. my mom my mom took it all in, and, and she's that way too. Like, I don't know how many times I've been smacked with the chancla, or she, she yells our full name as loud mm. as she so can through the house. That's dope that basically all that translated, like it helped you. Yeah, down become, the line, like yeah, that. in my professional, that's in my why career, you're making those three hundred dollars a day and shit. Because not every fucking person nah, man, does that. You no, know? Like, and like I'm a big like. Sometimes I feel bad that I do it, but like I'll go to drive-throughs and like you know those McDonald's coworker or the employees they're all miserable and they're. Oh. That's off. what I was. I, I was saying that man. It's like if you're gonna put yourself in a position to not offer at least customer service, the, don't the do bare it. minimum. Don't don't be there because it's like you'll pull up to a drive-through, McDonald's. How gonna tell you heard? I'm like. Yeah, bro. At oh, least I love, welcome, hey. Like, I love Kane's drive-through, bro. They say some some stupid as hell, and then they're like, "What are you having?" They're like, uh, "Some some picking picking. What kind of chicken? Some stupid shit." <laughs> yeah, it's like don't put yourself in that position. You have options. Like, why do you feel tied to to service to Man, a place bro, that I requires swear, service? Just, there's this dude at the at the Brahms on on Western uh, Council oh, okay. and Northwest uh, Northwest Expressway and Council, like around that area. Wait, I would hire that motherfucker to do like a voiceover because, oh. like, you you walk like you go up and he's like, you want to hear him? You just want to hear him? Oh, is it uh, a white guy? Chubby? Yeah, yeah, big bro. I swear to God, bro. I was like, man, if I had right, like, if I had Have some a great day, yeah. Like, he's just, I'm like, what the fuck? Positive like, as fuck. <laughs> How's your day going? I'm like. Thank you. It throws like, me off. Like I'm like a machine, bro. Like, you talking to me? Like, you talking yeah, to me? Yeah, I'm like, it throws me off, and I'm like, bro, we need more people like you yeah. and shit. Like, well, that's feel, fucking amazing. I feel bad sometimes because I go through the drive-throughs, and I'm super nice to people because I do that, like, on a different scale, but I do what they do every day. And I'll get to the window, and they're fucking miserable. Yeah, I think, uh, and I, I'll, I, I'll tell them like, right. hey, you, you, you know, you don't have to work at this place, right? Like, there's. I'll help, I'll help you find a job I, if you I, really want to go work somewhere I, else. I said some corny thing, but I'm pretty sure it's, it made that person's day. I remember uh, it was a taco, but I was getting like, a quick little burrito and shit. And I went through the drive-thru, and she asked me, like, how's your day going? I'm like, it's pretty good. How about yours? It's all right. I'm like, all right. Yeah, you're alive. Like, you're all right. right. Why all right? Like, why didn't you change that? And she was like, oh, no. 
like, like, man, we, we, we were blessed. Like I'm, we're alive. You know what I'm saying? So like, we got a lot to be thankful for, you know? So you sure. change that around. You know what I'm yep. saying? I hope you have a great day. And then I, I like, she gave me that look of like, shit like he's right damn he's right yeah damn he made my day a little bit better type agree, shit you man. know so that that to me was like the ultimate and not only that i feel like it's it's weird because yesterday when i walked into my shift my manager was like man i like this guy he always comes in and like i can feel his energy like it's just like like he's like positive and shit i'm like thanks like, i didn't even See, realize had, that i'm just i had the opposite I'm the just, opposite uh effect on my boss yesterday I took a nap right before work. I fucked up. I oh, took a nap so like like an hour. Not not grumpy, but like you know you're all groggy and like yeah. still trying to wake up. I took a nap like an hour before I had to like leave for work, and I woke up like just enough time like brush my teeth, do something with my hair, and bounce and bounce. Like I was already in my work clothes, and I walk in and I'm I'm usually that guy like, "What's up, guys? How's there? You know?" And like, "Hey, how was lunch? How we doing? Was was it busy? Blah blah blah." Like, I won't shut the fuck up when I walk in, and my like. My boss sees me, gives me like like a little some dap, keeps walking, he's doing his thing. I go to clock in, and he comes up and leans on the thing, and he's like, "You all right, bro?" And I like it, it caught me off guard, and I was like, "Oh yeah, man, I'm fine. Like I'm good, bro. My bad. Like I didn't mean to put that off. Yeah, I just woke yeah. up, man. Give me like 15 minutes. Right, you'll I'll get be back. Right. In, yeah. My homie Vincent at, at school, he's an older older dude, and I, I mean. Same shit, you know, sometimes you come in, I, sometimes I'd come in, I had just smoked and shit, so I'm real friendly, real bouncing around the whole school and shit, like, and certain days I'm just like, and he would just look at me and be like, I don't like your attitude today, man. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes they gotta you let you know, they gotta yeah. let you know, you're like, oh shit, wait. No, it goes good. back to that consistency, man, if you're gonna be consistently be people's like light in their day, like, yeah, you, you can't fuck up and not be at that Because they'll notice yeah. it, they'll they sense need, it. They need it they just need as it. much they as you do. They need their fix. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so that's that. That's pretty amazing, and it's like, I was like, shit, I didn't realize that shit. But uh, it's several people that told me the same thing, and it's like, that's that's pretty amazing, man. If I can do that and provide value, whether it's energy or whatever the hell it is, it's like, that's amazing, man. So yeah, for I'm, sure. I I'm agree. a big fan of that shit, man. But um, one more thing, man. Uh, so you watched the Kanye podcast. Let's talk about that real quick. You watched it? Uh, I watched a little piece of it. Uh, I haven't watched the whole thing, but I fuck with Kanye, man. I mean, I, I feel like Kanye is just misunderstood. And I like, think that's what it is. Uh, another thing is like the whole opioid shit is. Uh, Why do you think me- the media kind of like portrayed him like as crazy, crazy and because shit. he uh let's is it because emo- he's trying to make a change he's passionate it's like joe budden says when he flips the fuck out he's like i'm not mad people, i'm passionate people are scared of what they don't know about i feel like he based on what i've like what i was able to absorb out of that podcast he knows so like, much that he knows he's, just, he's a genius <clears throat> sorry i think it's the weather that got my throat fucked up yeah i got sinus. Right? i got some Give sinus me a shit going on <laughs> god damn um, leave, man. <laughs> but uh, I think you what it—all that shit out. He's a genius. Did you eat all that shit or what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Fucking disgusting. Man. <laughs> uh, I was just clearing my throat. Hey, out, you but. turned around. It's all good, bro. Um, I think what it really like this Kanye was fifty-two million dollars in debt, and he was shit. able to turn that shit around. That's what, see, and people like it's crazy, bro, because. And I remember people, those people times. People hate on Dame Dash, bro. But at the end of the day, every a lot of people have gotten their fucking business model from Dame Dash because he says that shit. He's like, "Fuck saving money. That's 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 for suckers. Like, if I had, like, I could die tomorrow. So what the fuck am I gonna be doing with 
53 million just sitting here like he's i'm gonna flip it so i'm a and it's scary. i have a hard time i have a hard have time a, finding that balance of you gotta have a lot of, of um, i worked for this shit i'm spending it and i'm or i'm Balance. Gonna make more money off of it or whatever. And see, that's yeah. probably why he's going crazy too. Because if you're fifty three, how many? Fifty three million, or not crazy, but fifty two, something like. Come that. on, bro. No, at that point, like, I, I feel like you have that sense of like you can't. Like when he was on the sway in the morning, he's like, "How sway? How?" Because he's frustrated that people are trying to like tell him what to do. When right. they're bro, like, I'm bro, like, you didn't put all that money up. Yeah, yeah like you didn't do that shit. In debt with a house and a car and I'm fucking stressing you out. You know what I'm saying? Imagine that motherfucker. He's Fuck that. To keep 53 million, happy. bro. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fucking That's 150 times more dead than I got. That's a lot. He has to and he drop was, an album. Right. And he like, was able to flip that. Like, that to me was like, whoa. Like, yeah. so that like right now he so went from being in debt. They say that there's a thin line between, uh, Genius crazy and crazy and genius yeah. and the difference is usually a million dollars yeah so like that makes sense like when you're Man, broke I do, you're fucking I do. crazy but as soon as you make that money they're like oh I he's think, a fucking genius yeah, exactly. I, I, I think yeah to me it's like this guy like is is he's like one of the steve jobs and like he has that mentality and it's like i never like watched a lot of his interviews and stuff and the, but the you can kind of tell why he's why he's so my bad why he's so uh passionate about that shit or whatever is like even even the way that the whole thing started, I think there was certain times where he got offended and he didn't say nothing about it. Cause like it's like you see Kanye, he's a rapper, he's black, so you automatically think like, oh, this motherfucker, you're running for president, like you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I feel like he even well, said uh, Joe Rogan was like. <clears throat> They told Kanye that he should run for governor of California. He was like, you know, I might do it. And then Joe Rogan said, at this point, I mean, anybody would be better than that guy. Like, what the fuck? You know, what is that supposed to mean? Like, yeah. What is that supposed to mean, yeah. bro? You can tell that he kind of like, like he's kind of like yeah. He was basically saying people would settle for anybody else. Yeah, so yeah. you might not, go around. not that he would be a good fit or anything. Yeah, yeah like that's the and, and Man, I, think I, think, that's, I think that's Kanye's frustration is like, why aren't you guys taking me serious? Like, what what else do I have to prove to you? Like, yeah, I just yeah. Fucking well, did people, all this. the general public doesn't give creators, artists, rappers, you know, movie stars enough like enough credit. These motherfuckers are educated. Yeah, and then a lot I, of them are educated. Most it, of them are educated. And, I mean, not even just the that, ones like that are me, rocking like, like, like grills with tattoos on their faces are fucking educated. Yeah, they just—that's the lifestyle that they chose. Because a lot of times, I'm sure it's because it made them millions of dollars at a young age. So that's what they and dove I mean, into. But they're fucking educated to do, bro. Like we're uh, that's kind of what. Uh, like we're just c- kind of conditioned for that shit. And like it, he's been in the game long enough, but you go to like Drake and you see how educated he is. Oh but, yeah, for but sure. But he didn't have that. People didn't see that on him when he started. Right. People saw some dude, you know, for, he was a shit. hardcore rapper and Yo. then and then he did R&B or whatever and then and, he did pop and, and people just saw the, this artist not really like you look at his background and like the motherfucker's smart. He's like, you know, pretty smart dude. Yeah. He's an educated guy. Mm-hmm. So like they don't give these artists enough credit and you you for know how educated they actually yeah. are. With Kanye, you know cuz he's putting his life in risk cuz he's like Taking these big companies, these big and record labels, them exposing them, taking their mask off. And he's like, we need to innovate. And then, like, that's one of the things he stressed about a lot. We need to innovate this music industry because it's always been like, you're the, the, this big, these big companies are raping these artists. That's what they're doing. These contracts yeah. are meant to fuck these artists up. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So and he's like, we need scary. to innovate. That's what, I'm saying. that's what fucking Dame Dash was saying like six years ago. And everybody was like looking at him crazy. And now it's that you know everybody's like, oh, he was right, right. <laughs> this is and exactly it, what's happening. So like with that, like 
But what's it's and it's <clears throat> all this res- I hate to say it, but all this revolves around the, like the American culture. Yeah, no matter sure. no yeah, matter what sure. no matter what kind of contract you're signing in the U.S. It is designed to fuck you yeah, over. Yeah, exactly, exactly. If it's a house or a car, interest rate. I mean, it's a, it's a uh, without workers like it's like whenever you're at a job and you're like, damn, I just sold this much and made this company this much money, and they're only giving me this. Yeah, you're looking exactly. at commissions and you're looking yeah, at all that. Every everything but revolves around point, some kind like of way no to fuck over option. the little guy. Like, because if 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 so, then go do that shit yourself. You know, that's how. That's how they kind of look at it. Like if you, well, that's why this this time in our life right now it's such a big thing because there's a lot of fucking people trying to do their own thing right mm-hmm. now. There's a lot, gonna, people a lot of people. People aren't gonna make it, and that's it the might crazy not be. Shit, yeah. It might not be because of that exact reason. It might be more so like, oh man, if my job closes down again, I'm screwed. So I need to do my own thing so I can yeah. stay open for as long as I want. A lot but, of people but, are doing their shit, but they're, they're learning. They're learning in the process that man, this company's fucking me over. Yeah. I'm making this company this much money and I'm only getting this yeah, much from exactly. it. Exactly. Just always know when you work for somebody, you are replaceable. Doesn't matter oh, yeah. what Everybody's you bring to the table. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like, yeah, work on your own shit. But like with the big part of like Kanye, and I think that's I I, I go I, I support that shit fully, is like also like he does mention like that God sent him, like he, yeah. he got touched by God, and that's I think amazing because with that, bro, it kind of brings unity. You know, he's been he's hey, he hasn't been going to church lately due to the whole COVID thing, but he was there faithfully every Sunday just preaching well, and uh, and I think that one brings thing I liked is that brings them together, brings people together. Joe Rogan asked him, like, how do you still have time to fucking kind of like with the whole Elon Musk thing? Yeah. Like, how do you still have why are you still why are you doing that? And he just said that. Like, I mean, fuck, like I felt like that's what I need to do. So I don't know what it was that told me that I needed to do it, but I, you know, that's a, that's a weird thing because sometimes you can't explain why you're doing certain shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, a lot of times it's a, uh, I did this when I, before I blew up and it, and it was good for me. So I shouldn't stop doing it now just mm-hmm. because I blew up. Yeah, so if you go to church sure. every fucking week, then, and that made you feel good. And that kept you in check while you, while you were trying to blow up. Yeah. I go to, a- I go to church every week. I'm not the most religious person, but I have my beliefs and I go to you church like every week. You get from- <clears throat> well, I, I like the discipline that I get from my pastor. Mm. I like the, I don't, I don't, I have a hard time like believing absolutely everything, especially the super traditional stuff of mm-hmm. like, bro, that was thousands of years ago. Like there's no way we can live that same way now in this era. Right. It's impossible. Right. Um, and I have a hard time understanding how people pick and choose what you're supposed to do and what you're not supposed to do in the sense of like, you're not supposed to get tattoos, but why are we allowed to pierce our ears as women? Or why are we, why do girls still get their eyebrows done? Or why do yeah. they shave their legs? And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm thankful that they do all that, but like, why, you know, how come I can't but get I like, tattoos? But right. It, but I, 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 I feel like, like uh, with that, like why we, we have to like, it's our body. Like, yeah, yeah. I agree. If we like that. So those well, are, the, well, I guess the whole thing is like, it's your temple. So you should, yeah. And that's disrespect what respect your temple. But there's by exactly putting stuff on it that God didn't, he didn't already put there with to this. Earth. So that's why, but then that's I like their ideology. I'm not saying this mine. Right. right. No, I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. I just that, think those it's are the, like, those are like the things anything. that are hard for me to, to settle with, yeah. to be like, like okay, if cool. I like art and I want to put it in my body, like I'm going to do what's it. wrong with that. You know, it's like, well, but, you're well, telling their me that's, idea, that's, that's what it a, is. Yeah, yeah, like for they, sure. Like, but the that. reason I love going to church is because there's a hundred other, you know, that those two things compared to a hundred other things that I do believe a hundred percent, that I do mm-hmm. believe that love thy neighbor and, you know, respect thy mother and father and those, all those things that are like, yeah, like the only thing that can come from those things are more good things. Right, yeah. And so like, 
That's a, the church is a big one for me. Do you it's believe like, in the whole Adam and Eve thing? Man, I don't know. I don't know what I believe in in the sense of like of of what stories are written in the Bible. Yeah. Um, I look at like today and today, and like I see all this crazy shit happening around the world, and it makes me believe more in that stuff. Yeah. And the plagues and and these crazy storms that have never happened in these parts mm-hmm. of the world, and earthquakes in places, and tsunamis in places that they've never been, and 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 you can go back and look in the Bible and. It says a lot of this stuff. It's, it's, that, it, this stuff is going to come again. And it, uh, one thing that I, the reason why I'm uh, like, I guess I kind of believe is like, if you just do the things that are like, I guess like my mom always told me, te, tenerle miedo a Dios. Like, temor. Temor. Yeah, yeah temor you're not supposed no to be miedo. scared. Yeah, yeah. Temor. O sea, que no vas a hacer stupid shit. And like, there's you somebody know. looking at all times exactly. type thing. You know what I'm and, saying? And, and, I believe in that because like, if you do fucked up shit, you're going to, feel like Fucked evil up. you're gonna feel if you're fucking doing coke if you're drinking if you're fucking bitches if you're if you're in an evil kind of fucking Mind's, mindset mind frame. you know yeah that's to where you well, when you're I think, like i think in religion that's where that comes from is is they wanted you to feel a conscience they wanted you to feel like somebody was watching you like you were because everybody knows you do the right thing when you're being watched yeah mm-hmm. yeah if the cops ain't around then i'm not stopping at this stop sign all the way but if there's one right there you best believe i'm stopping twice yeah yep. and that's um, that's seconds. where that comes from and i understand that because i mean as a parent you know i want my kid to not necessarily fear me but i want her to know if i'm around she better not act up right you know i want her to know when she's a teenager when you're with your friends and you say bad words it's all right but when i'm around don't say nothing stupid around me and that's kind of the same. It goes back to that same, same mentality. And see, of that's that. crazy because I was. Uh, my parents were backwards. Like my dad, you could do it in front of them. You can say all the shit you want. Nah, in front and I'm of more of like a like you. You know who you're supposed to do it around and who you're not supposed to yeah, do it around. Yeah, for type. sure. Like that's how I feel about it. Yeah, um, I think it, going back to like the Kanye stuff, it's a it's a great thing that he's incorporating God and religion because at the for end of sure. the day, that does bring people together, and he has such a big influence. That that we need that shit. We need the difference. We need because it's all negativity and this and that. So like, the positive shit is always underappreciated. So 100%. I think that what he's doing and what he got planned for the future is pretty it's crazy awesome. Though, because always the negative is what blows you up. Right. If it wasn't for all the well, bad publicity like, is bigger, like slapping sure. bitches in the ass, and yeah. he wouldn't be the Kanye that we. Yeah, I mean, Pat, people right still now. talk about the Taylor Swift incident, and or not just that. What I'm saying is, like the like, if it wasn't for all the, um, like the negative influences, yeah, the negative, the negative, yeah, shit. The negative shit that because like, like, he he had, I mean, the college dropout was a fucking, that was one of the biggest albums. So that that was still like Kanye on his like rapper uh, activist shit. type shit, and then kind of like after that, I don't know. I feel like it just got. Like that song with little pump that he had, like why'd you do that, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, I don't well, when know. you make just, when you make that much money, man, you're allowed to do whatever you want. I guess. I think yeah. That's kind of what. Like, I feel like he was uh, going towards the evil side there for a minute. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, by evil, I mean like rapping about shit that's making the youth do More. stupid shit like drugs and alcohol and yeah all that you know yeah, so it's, uh, females and shit yeah and yeah influence and like and i think that kind of happens with a lot of like that's happened to me shit i've gone through that phase and then i realized that i'm just kind of like nah that's not that doesn't feel right but then i think there is those people that will keep going like that like i think there is those people that just like praise to evil and like like the oh, devil's going to help me type shit well that's what like in our house 
<clears throat> I know Halloween is for kids to go get candy, but like, uh, it, you don't have to be a Satanist or whatever, but it's the day that most, the biggest amount of people who worship the devil, like get together and they have cults and they have sacrifices. And so like in my household, it's like, man, are we really, really going to go out on this day and like bring those vibes? Yeah. I mean, and not necessarily the vibes. Cause like, it's cute for kids to dress up and go ask for candy. And like some I think people, that's the, the only time you get to dress up as like your superhero, your, your, idol favorite, yeah. or your favorite character and shit. And like, I well, get see, that. There's two ways to look at it. Cause that's one way. And then the neck, the other way is like, that's the perfect night to fucking, Grab a chainsaw and terrorize the fucking city. And that's where that's yeah. where like in our house we like I don't I don't care either way. Like I don't care if if my wife says, Yeah, hey, let's go take you know, Maddie, my daughter Maddie to go trick or treating. All right, cool, whatever. I'll go walk around and let her ask for candy. But my wife is the other side that's like, No, there's like kids being sacrificed on these days by Satanists and like cults and people yeah. who believe in like really, really bad shit. So we're not going to go out and celebrate this day, you know? And you I'm like, cool, I'll just go buy her a bunch of candy. I think is what they, or what they call it. Satanist. Some shit like that. Satanist is the actual, like, the religion. Uh, yeah. Satanity. No, or, but, so, like, I'm, and I'm cool with that, too, where I'm like, cool, like, Halloween doesn't mean enough to me for me to be like, no, babe, we need to take her out to go trick-or-treating. It's like, cool, like, cool. If, <laughs> if your conscience is going to be clear that yeah. we don't take her out on this day because there's a lot of bad shit that happens on this day, then fine, I'm fine with that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't really like. I don't uh, like Halloween. Is, I, I don't guess like scary shit. I don't either, bro. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't why the fuck movies. am I gonna pay to go get scared? That's what I say. I say the I same know, thing. I think a lot of people that do scared, like that just, shit, adrenaline junkies. Just go walk on the yeah. northeast side at fucking 12 p.m. or something. Go to, yeah, let's go to well, Spencer, Oklahoma at one in the morning. That movies is safer. Like, I'd, I'd rather do the movies. I think once in a while, I'm go bungee jumping, like jump out of an airplane. Like, what? It's like. Having that like Oh shit Like what if I was in that situation Like that That's shit kind of cre- yeah. It's goofy Yeah but it's like, no, I like It's cool I like, I like comedies I like romantic movies like I, I like animated movies I'll pay for that Like my number Dramas. one option When it's time to watch a movie It's not the scary one But once in a while I'm like Let me let me go watch this movie nah, like, yeah, I wanna like Get that like You know So I, I, I don't know So I, the other day I was telling me my a pussy Yeah the other okay. day I was telling putty. my brother-in-law You're about, being a little putty They love scary movies And I was like Nah I'm not gonna go watch Like I know it's not real, like Chucky and Michael Myers and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then my brother-in-law looks at me and he goes, Michael Myers and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre were real. And I go, there's another good reason for me not to okay, watch this so shit. Okay, like, so let's say uh, I'm going to direct a movie about the, the dude that shot the movie theater or whatever. Like, I'm going to oh, yeah. sit here right now and uh, actually, as a director, I have to get in his... In his head, in his evil fucking vibe. So nope. it's like, no, I don't want to do that shit. Like that is yeah, that. I think that to me is interesting. I, I guess I like, it's you interesting know, for sure. Like being the behind want, the scenes. I don't want no part like of that. Like being a director saying, "Let's do this Exorcist movie." Oh hell, bro! No. That means what you have to fuck? put yourself in that. Fo- like You're making my hands sweaty right now, bro. Just talking about this shit. Like you watch a Tarantino interview. This motherfucker is nuts, bro. He's, yeah, he's nuts. Like yeah, he's he's gone. Godly. No, it's, it's, it's a, a, a lot of crazy shit, man. Um, man, bro, to be honest, we've been in this bitch for an hour and 41 minutes. Damn. Whew, Tom flew right there. You for know what sure. I'm saying? Uh, let, let's go ahead and wrap this up. But before we do this, uh, Dylan, where you see yourself in five years, man? Man, in five years, it's uh, hopefully doing my own thing, man. That's all I'm really looking at as my short-term goal. That's a kind of a short-term goal for me, but... Um, yeah, doing my own thing, working for myself. 
photography uh, yeah, and going doing ham photography on it. full time. Hopefully by that time I, I learned a little more video yeah. and can can expand my craft step by step. But yeah, I'm not in a big rush to uh to uh get you know dive straight into video and stuff like that. It'll come at something. Its time. Yeah, something that I'd like to to fiddle with, but for sure just hone my craft more. Um, I know I'm pretty young in the industry as a you know as a photographer, but just you know hone my craft more and yeah. be doing that full time booking shoots out you know months in advance and oh, yeah. being too busy to go yeah, work yeah. for anybody else. Hell yeah, that's the that's where I see man. myself. Uh, if you had to go back five years and tell yourself something, what would it be? Man, um, I think I stopped myself from doing things that I thought I would enjoy. So I, I was never that guy that I know you guys. I mean, I've done a lot of things work-wise, like, and in, in worked for different places. I think you guys talked about this on a recent podcast where you have to find what you like. Like, you have to do this and this and this and this. Mm-hmm. I think I would have done more of that. I think I would have tried more things. I think I would have picked up a camera sooner, maybe so you, fucked okay, with music so. or done more things so kind of out of my see. comfort zone so I could find what I wanted to do faster. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that's a valid one. That's a good one. That's a valid one. We preach that shit a lot too. You yeah. Because I, yeah, I definitely, I definitely didn't. Try, try I didn't, yeah, I didn't try. try. I didn't try. I was good at something and I did that. And I did things, more things in that realm. So in the service industry, I was just a server but and see, then I was a bartender. Too, I don't know. It is good, it's but a, it's all the yeah. same industry. I never branched yeah. out and said, mm. hey, I want to learn this or this or this or this. I should, you know, but, you know, I'm 28, so by this time in my life, I wish I could have already tried to learn, like, 10 things. Right. And I've learned, like, three. Okay. So, But, it's, hey, it's never too late. I think one thing we do got to keep is the mentality of being young. Like, then Kanye sure, did yeah. stress that a lot. And I'm, like, why do we think when we hit 30 or when we hit 40, like, we're old and shit? Like, why? Who who says that? You know, like, we got to be in that mentality because when, yeah. when you... You're only you, as young as you feel. Exactly. It's like uh, with Saul. I don't know exactly what it, his age is. But I feel like I kick with him any day. Yeah. Like he's yeah. like he's probably he's maybe ten hard. years. Cack is forty years old. Yeah, and that's like I've been fucking working out with that motherfucker every day. Like, and it's cool, bro. Yeah. Yesterday he we were driving and he was like, "Man, bro, I wish we we would be like the same age. Like, I wish we would have been young together because we would." I'm like, "Man, I don't know, bro. We would have probably Fuck been bad for up. each other." Yeah, like, that get, shit happened. It's like you just don't. Have to let that age shit kind of determine, like, oh shit, I'm old for this, I'm old for that. Like, yeah, yeah, nah, for just, sure. you know, no, nah, there's for it. my father in law tells me something every time we talk, and he says, uh, no te preocupes que, que acabo tiempo hay mucho. So, there's yeah. a lot of time to do everything you want to yeah, do, you just yeah. got to find it. Um, where can people find you if they want to see your work, if they want to maybe book something with you? For sure. Um, most of my stuff is on Instagram. I'll do a lot of stuff that I enjoy shooting on Instagram. So it's not only the type of stuff I do, but it's at Dill, D-I-L-L underscore Espinoza. And then my Facebook is just Dylan Espinoza Photography. And keep that Instagram like that, bro. You've changed it like. No, I changed it one time. I changed it one time. what? So then when I link something, like on one of my videos, when we did the behind the scenes, it has a difference. So when people click on it, it's like. It's different, yeah. It's it's not there. I changed it because I was in the works of doing something with another group. Right. And then I decided not to go that route. I I was going to tell you, always stay with it. Not to go that route. Um, that's, That's what's on my business cards. That's what I, you know, I give out all the time. Because if so, somebody were to click on that video link, it was yeah. not going to show up anything because right. it's not there. Um, on know? Instagram, you can even just search my name, Dylan Espinoza. It's one, it'll yeah, pop it, it'll pop up as Oklahoma City photographer. Um, there's, I'm, I'm happy to send more work, other kinds of work. Um, I don't, I have kind of an editing style, but you know, that's not the only thing I know how to do. So, 
Right, so uh, man, I appreciate you for coming yeah. through, brother. I appreciate uh, you guys having shit. me, man. It was man, fun. I have a feeling uh, Dylan's going to be one of the regulars, man. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. I, I hope mean, so, man. For sure, it's a one hell of a podcast. I mean, almost two hours and shit. For sure. And, and I, I was worried I wasn't going to have enough to talk nah, about. Nah, bro, I'm telling you, this oh, this shit. is the beauty of this thing. But uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. We catch you guys on the next one. Thanks for the support and love. Peace. <laughs>